Today's podcast is brought to you by The Walking Dead No Man's Land. It's the official mobile game of AMC's The Walking Dead. It's a turn-based action strategy game where you battle hordes of walkers with all your favorite TWD heroes, including Daryl, Rick, and Michonne. There's tons to do, and even a new added hardcore game mode for experienced players called The Distance. Download the free game from the App Store or Google Play, or go to getnomansland.com slash survive now and get Negan for free. The special offer is only available right now. Let's get into a podcast, shall we? Hello. Hey. Yes. Um, you see this shit where you're going to fight Anubis in Assassin's Creed Origins? What? No. <laughs> I want to see. Shut you up. Jumping, you jumping into news right away there? So no, I just cool. saw this just now. Okay. But everyone's dressed as Anubis in the no, game. No, but it's like a screenshot of like a thousand foot tall magical Anubis and you're uh, fighting him in like ghost heaven. Yeah. Ghost heaven's cool. That's fine. It's, it's just, probably like a like a dream sequence. Like, well, it him. says that it's part of the post-launch stuff and it's going to be Trial of the Gods where you fight the Egyptian gods. That's oh, cool. That's pretty I have bad. no idea why the fuck that's in there, but fuck it. Like, I mean, it, it's probably not canon, but that's awesome. You know what? It's well, the Animus, dude. I think you're right. That's probably not. Canon. Yeah, <laughs> like you do like unless do unless someone is using pieces of Eden to construct. Gods. Listen, listen. If that happens, if that's if that's how it's gonna go, I want to go back to the old to a different AC game and fight Jesus. Yeah, are you Minerva? Well, we fought the Pope, but you don't fight them. You, they just show they talk up to you. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about like creating our stupid okay, gods. That'd like, be cool. But like, I always love the Stargate thing of, hey, we're just weirdo aliens, and we have masks that look like this. Yeah, and you look at the mask, and you take what you want from that. If mm-hmm. you think that looks like a jackal, it's not. It's a very it's more like a bunny jackal. that's on our planet. Mm-hmm. And if it looks like if you you worship it, I don't care. But this is what we look like. Ancient Egyptians just like saw some other shit and thought it was our shit. You know, it's like ancient Egyptian. Uh, ancient Egypt had like fandoms, mm. and they're like, "Oh, I'm all about Anubis. Anubis season three has been great so far." And all the other friends like, "Nah, man, Horus is always better. Horus has been going strong for like ten years. That'd be great. It's like it's all their TV shows. Watching Cairo flicks. Yeah, Cairo flicks." <laughs> The Nile Flex. Nile Flex. Uh, so, hey, you know what? I can officially say I've gone from Marcy to Madison Square. That's, uh... Don't know what that means. That's, that's, a, that's a, it's a, it's a rap, rap reference. It's a rap thing. That's, that's a thing I've always wanted to do. Hmm. And now we've done it. Even, even though you say that, I'm going to imagine you physically making that journey is not actually what that lyric is about. No. No. <laughs> no. Not I, quite. Like, when it was said, I don't think Uber was a thing. No. I don't think I don't think Mr. Carter took an Uber from the bridge. No, that's 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 a gangster <laughs> over right to MSG. That's, no, that's, I don't no. think so. But hey, New York, New York. Oh, uh, we're in an empire state of mind. For a were, good while, were we? Yeah, oh, I, think, was I, I think we were just. Boo. I think we were just hungry most of the time. I think. I think the Empire State of Mind was just hunger. Do you have any good street meat? Yeah, because yeah, that I more, That was more intense than I expected. Cause, no, because I did. He, since he's on keto, guess what? He can only get street meat. It was. It was really cool because um, what about food. 
Yeah, that happened too. Though it was mostly picking apart sandwiches, but for the for oh, you're an asshole. Why am I? An well, asshole? He has to picking apart a sandwich makes you a dirtbag. But, but he has I, to. Do I, I don't you're have a, shitting on the sandwich. No, no, he, no. He the bread is no the good. Bread. That's the whole point. I deal with enough of this crap at home. That's fine. I don't need to deal with this at work. Hey. You're not. Hey, I understand. However, trying not to die is more important. No, it isn't. So you can keep the integrity of the sandwich together and continue dying. Good. I'll work on Good. the opposite. Good. Okay. I'll be dead. I'll draw those That'll lines. That'll teach you. But you would have liked this. Though. My when life for a sandwich, that says stuff, Pat. I was eating like pretzel pizzas in his face Good. and shit. That's was the best great. part. No, here's what's up. Wait, what the what the hell is a pretzel pizza? It's like at Auntie Anne's, they have like this big pretzel and they just put mozzarella cheese and <laughs> stick pepperonis on it. It's fucking, that's not, it's amazing. That's, what was cool is... pretzel too. Abomination. Uh, no, it was amazing. What was cool was that... Um, they they the street meat carts which we don't have here because we're not allowed because restaurant corruption always yeah. a fan thanks Montreal uh, oh it, don't worry there's plenty of other business corruption to go around oh for sure but that's one of the bad ones because like because it directly like helps you out well it's like it's like like it's like hungry or well thirsty. basically like the like Uber like the whole Uber thing Uber might be like is going away in Montreal it's like yeah okay officially but they're just going to continue to operate as they no were they're probably going to be gone. I mean, the app was going unofficially for two years before they set it out here. Eh. So it's probably going to continue. Either way. Enjoy being arrested. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, but like, it's the same kind of problem. Because Montreal has this issue where it's like, hey, no street meat allowed, no street carts allowed. Why? Oh, well, uh, for health reasons, which is a, pu- a public security issue, right? Looks yeah. good on the surface. Sure. And then you're like, okay, cool. And then uh, you go, well, we can actually have health inspectors verify that and check up regularly to yeah, make sure it's yeah, not a problem. Uh, uh, sorry, I can't hear you. I'm going into a tunnel. Oh, Bye. no. Oh, hey, well, no, it's about the, how our city's uh, visual aesthetic is being compromised by these things on the street corners. We don't want to have There's our pretty tons of European ugly shit all over. Our the pretty streets. European looking city can't be uh. like compromised by these street carts. No, 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 that's a bad thing. And it's like, yeah, but other cities that have this in their core have not like compromised any of that at all. Plus, you have ice cream carts walk going and yeah, biking around, setting cart. up in the same spots all the time. So clearly that's not the issue. What's the real issue? Okay, so you can have food trucks, but it can only go to food tr- to already locations, right? Like like the Olympic Stadium and, and like uh, an Place des Arts and yeah, and, and a part by and the, the old port know. front waterfront. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. And you're like, so what's that about? So now you're willing to let it happen? And it's like okay, but only if you have a real brick and mortar restaurant too. Why? Yeah. What does that have to do with anything? And you just you un- you peel back the layers of bullshit. And you find out that it's because restaurant owners in Montreal formed a lobby yeah. and they don't want competition. Hey, man. They and all- then they just barked and, and, and took control and for years to just basically go, no, we don't want competition. So we're going to put arbitrary rules in place. And if you apply to get a truck, you have to, like, up, you have to get approved by a board of people that all own restaurants. The, elders, the robot elders of Montreal. Who you're competing with. Old robots. So they get to just say no to anybody arbitrarily at any time. So it's, it's bullshit. Man, right? the all-time favorite Montreal, like, nonsensical bureaucracy corrupt to fucks is... The metro system when they were extending it up north. Yeah, that was a fun one. It's like, whoops, we accidentally dug like 30 extra kilometers 
so that it would happen to be right next to this local Centre business man's Hey, cool. New stations, you guys. We'll uh, just, it well, was a mistake, but... We already spent the money digging it. We might as well, as well build two stations. That, oh, that, like, that really pisses me <laughs> off because it goes to Laval. Who cares? It should go into the West Island more. Yeah, well, but no. So fucking They're building one. When? When I'm next dead? year. When they accidentally no, embezzle the, f- the funds. They're building a high-speed rail system to the West Island. So, uh, yeah, better. we've heard. We've heard. Better. We'll but it's so but like... That we're going to get all those West it, Islanders. It, it's, just, it's just so uh, like... Just so I can visit my family. Yeah, in corruption in this city. And like the Uber thing as a whole is the same kind of thing. We're just like... Exactly. People have been ride-sharing on Craigslist for years. But what's going on over here? What's that? People meeting up? Oh, can I get my hand in this pie? I would like to get inside. Can you allow me to wet my beak? <laughs> you know, uh, anyway. Wet your beak. You love saying that Oh, has that he been shit. doing it now? No, it, he just says it every so often. Well, it's, it's the fucking Italian I, I just mafia like, I just, godfather thing to do. I just like do. seeing your, like, behavior. It's, like, it's like it's like when you see a fighting game player yeah. and they have certain behavior. You just love you just love busting out that normal. He comes into our territory and does not allow us to wet up exactly because it's from something <laughs> like that exactly it was godfather it's, um yeah. so do you, do you remember i remember matt and i were looking at these things and we were looking at like uh the the earthquake damage in japan a few years ago right mm. and you saw these highways that had been sundered right this the highway that one part is like now 10 feet higher than the other part of the highway and then you saw the the picture of it a week later and it was perfect and beautiful yeah. and fine as I look out in front of my street to see 10 guys standing around while one guy with a cherry picker just slowly grates at the street to make it good for snow removal. Hey, man. And it takes like three fucking days. Hey, man. That guy's, got a, that guy's been a hole watcher for three generations in his family. His father was a hole watcher. Because like we can, bitch, <laughs> we can bitch about cabs and restaurants and shit. But the fact that the the fucking construction lasts all year until winter and isn't done, so it has to be redone the my, next year. My, my favorite <laughs> is is not too far from here. There's like a little uh, mart that opened up, and it's called like Kmart or something. Not Kmart, but like but you know what, yeah, yeah. L Mart, something like that. It's just a little Bullshit grocery mart. store. You go in, and it's got like alcohol, it's got food, it's got whatever, and it says grand opening. It has a little cute sign, but it's hard to see, and it's at the bottom of a big apartment building. Not more than two days later, they put all the tarps and shit and they'll have all the overhangs you cannot see the front entrance and there's 17 cherry pickers and a thousand guys looking at the cherry pickers and it's been like that for the last two months now yeah. and this place all it can now have is one tiny side entrance with one little sign that says like here please the best open. I, I was looking My up God. i was and looking up a fucking months. article a while ago it's like what best cities to live in canada right in montreal toronto and vancouver pretty much top of the list right well, the, montreal yeah. and vancouver fight each other on a couple things but montreal loses the heart it's the worst city to own a business in the entire country because of that really? because of what you just said yeah. Dude, because you open your business and then for three years the road to your business is gone and like much further up on on saint denis <laughs> they had they had everything closed and they were just doing the road and they have no sidewalks in front of the businesses and it had to be like the businesses are open sure we're blocking almost every possible way to get in them but we're they're open and you just you just gotta like it expects pedestrians to do work they shouldn't have to do <laughs> the best is how like what was it i want to say three years ago 
our mayor got super in trouble <laughs> for massive, massive collusion and corruption. Oh, yeah. And they're like, this dude was involved really? super deal with a super dealing with the, the super gangs deal. And, and like had like millions of dollars and whatnot. And like they, you know, they yanked him and fucking put him through the ringer. But they didn't stop the deals. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they got a figurehead. Ink is But ink the is deals dry, continued. Deals are done. And, yeah. and, and you know, business is fucking stop usual. No show jobs, all the rest. Anyway, it's, it's crazy. In this town. It's crazy. Uh, going back to New York real quickly, I was really happy to get a picture of New York bio ooze. In that yeah. saw that photo. I I was like, this is amazing. Is this literally T T T G R I mutagen in the fucking gutters? And I asked someone, like I asked someone at the fan meetup that we had uh, later on the the the, the weekend. So like, what was that actually? Everyone's like, coffee is heavily involved in that color. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's no way coffee is not. That's yeah. actually primarily probably what it is. And then some type of sports drink. And they, there you have it. There you uh, have I saw, I saw a New York rat scamper up into the bushes. I was you know, excited. And, and I couldn't it was, see him. You saw it was him as first. big as I thought it would be. It was, yeah. it was pretty. Do you have the red glowing eyes? <laughs> I mean, he, he wasn't in like DT mode just yet. You know that's that's on New Game Plus, but right. it definitely was at the end of his life bar. Yeah. Um, no, what I want, but, but what was nice was the ability to like, yeah, get a uh, street like shish kebab or whatever, yeah. just like meat on a stick, just over there, just yeah, you know, type of moment. Yeah. And and you, I'm like, this is delicious, and this is exactly what I need right now. Mm. You know, to because uh, because of restrictions, I need food on a stick. That's I, I need meat on a stick and some vegetables, yeah. and, and I'm good. And even then, I bet if you just ask a guy for a hot dog, you can be like, no bun. He'd probably no, not give you any guff, unlike like restaurants that would be like, yeah, you yeah, wouldn't yeah. care. He's still it would still be the same amount of money or but whatever. yeah yeah um but, but shout out to the street vendors because since we went to New York Comic Con and I complained about this the only water they would sell is Dasani which is basically Satan I don't like, understand how it's con- it continues to sell with that taste I don't I don't know and because I, like when you think about like people talk about the wait. difference in taste between what what I'm not a bottled water drinker. Okay. So let's back up. No problem. Absolutely. Does Dasani bottled water actually taste different? So let me get... I was just about to get there. I was just about to get there, right? I've got a random bottle of water. What is this? This is Kirkland Springs Signature. That's a local brand. Sure. Yeah. Right? Then there's like Evian and whatever other fucking... Naya. Exactly. Right? Generic water, right? And then people talk about... water. Yeah. And people talk about the different tastes and some have different... Fiji actually doesn't taste like tap water. That tastes like... Good stuff. I'm not the kind of person like I can tell the difference between like distilled and not and tap water basically, right? Yeah, I like that's clear because it just it you it come there's it, no it, minerals in that. Shit. There's no exactly right. You can tell the difference, but outside of that, I'm like one water bottle to another. It's fucking water for the most part. Right. I don't have enough of a refined palate right. to be able to tell you what brand of water you're drinking, right? Except for Dasani because Dasani has a metallic. Tinge I, to I, it. I would say the and texture even has this oily, like gleam on the top. I can't say I noticed that, but uh, I definitely when I, when I taste it, I feel like it's thicker than okay, water. It's if, the weirdest if, though. If you're no fuck that, that's 
You shouldn't be able to tell that. I know. And also, that's what's so fucked that's up. Also, I don't know how truthful this is when I looked at the bottle. Like, I didn't buy a bottle, but I picked one up. Someone goes, well, Coca-Cola or whatever, Pepsi, whatever. Yeah, they own. Yeah, One, yeah. one of the mega yeah, yeah, yeah. PepsiCo owns, 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 owns the Sony. Yeah, and yeah. they add salt to make you get thirstier to buy they, more. Hey, that could maybe I that, that. I don't I don't I don't know, but I mean like they definitely own it. The Dasani is a, is a seems that evil. would explain is a cola owned bottle. Yeah. yeah. But um you know when when Stamper says it's like going down on a on a T1000, you know, yeah. like he has a point because there's this weird aftertaste that you shouldn't have at all. <laughs> and it's and it's so noticeable and, and it tastes like liquid metal that you're wondering like how this gets put out as just water like you know what i mean like if they called it something like like you, you expect like fizzy water or like flavored water or whatever to come out like There's metal water, water you know like yeah. they, it feels like they should this be has an acceptable it. amount of lead it's so weird it's very weird so big ups to the street vendors for selling poland spring which is tap water whether it's, it tastes way better yeah so like, i was happy to drink I, well, I don't i don't know if it's coke or pepsi but whichever one of the companies owns Stop. dasani they like they are probably yeah i i, I don't know if it's salt but i but they're doing it's something, something. cuz it's like tap water doesn't taste that metallic yeah there's something amiss well here. not if you live in a Good part of the country. Well, fucking, I, I, w- I would go down to Flint, Michigan, and get some of that rust water up or in no me water. and taste. And, and Have you seen that shit? It's not rust water. It's tar, yeah. man. It's poison. And it probably tastes better than this. Probably where they get the sine from. <laughs> they just dilute that. It's super weird. Anyway. So, yeah. We'll, we'll, whatever. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I guess. Water's poison. Great. Got it. Everyone that's ever drank water has died. It's true. Yep. Um... New York observations. I don't know. Uh, New York is New York. New York, New York. Uh, the reason why no one's ever in those pedal caps is because they're fucking ripoffs. How much did it charge you? Well, he didn't. I didn't take it, but no, I was but like, how much? Leave, so getting to and leaving from the comic con was a nightmare every day because you're talking thirty plus thousand people in a couple of street blocks. Yeah, and you know, you and the, the what's it's soulless, but it's also helpful. Uh, in the way New York is built is that like from an urban planning perspective you, it's not it's, actually hard to visualize like where you got everything's go. numbers so if you're numbers look, and grids and yeah, shit, yeah. so you're so you're like I'm down on whatever 36th and he's like where do you want to go and I'm like going up to 12th and he's like ooh oh mm, okay that's clearly 20 blocks yeah yeah uh, that's a while blocks. you know and so on and so forth exactly but um yeah so this dude he was it was like basically like what amounted to an eight minute ride and in a cab it would be like maybe like just under 10 bucks mm. and do and i was like hey you know obviously you can't get a cab here yeah what would it cost because he's his seat's empty they're all empty and i'm right. like well you know he's like ah uh, usually we go by the minute but i'll take you up there for let's say 40 bucks <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's cool. All right, catch you later, man. Keep, I'll keep walking. So, See, here's the thing. When you know what you're paying for, you're paying for seeing another person struggle. Perhaps. No, no, no. What, no. What, what you're actually paying for is that's literally that price because that's the fastest way to get there. Because when I would look on the GPS or whatever, I would walk every day from the, the hotel to the thing, which yeah. was like about almost two miles. Yeah. Because when it, you look at it, it says walking, mm-hmm. 31 minutes, mm-hmm. driving, 29 minutes yeah. so I'm not saving that much Plus time parking. of course and yeah. then whatever and then it'll say biking 8 minutes yeah. cuz they just don't give a fuck cuz they can just go so I was obvious, so I, I know I ubered it around for the most part but 
even I that have walked and died. Well, the, yeah, like, it, and that was a better decision than like trying to cat flag a cab down. This was so Because the, the stupidest thing about cabs here is, for some reason, when people are in it, the, they don't turn the lights off because they're ads. So you know when you see the light on top of a taxi, yeah, and then it's like it's like saying, "Hey, I'm a taxi," but also this is an ad. So here. In Montreal, when someone gets in the car, the light goes off so that you're not going to flag that car down anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that doesn't apply in New York. So you're flagging down every single but, one until you see day, someone in the car. It doesn't matter. During the day, it's sure, really but it's easy. Tell, but, but it's easy night, to see someone in the back of the car. Yeah, at night, yeah, yeah. it's not. So you're walking yeah, up to cars. They have the divider. Thing. You're walking up to cars in the back and opening the door, and someone's like, "Uh," and I'm like, "Oh shit." You know? Did that happen? That happened. Oh, that's and and then I, oh, shit. I and then I and I watch that. that happen to other people constantly because the fucking light doesn't turn off. So anyway, and then, and then obviously when you want to Uber it, you got to still go through that traffic deal and like multiple Ubers are pulling up on the same corner because it's the closest address. So everyone's using that address as a pickup spot. It's a nightmare. Hey, traffic got, is fucking ridiculous. I got, a, I got ridiculous. a great idea. You ready? Ban all cars. There you go. Done. Well, what about what about Minority Report? Minority reports. What's the thing there? Everything is an auto, a, auto, auto driving car. Everything's on a tram. Yeah. Everything's on a tram. And you don't own a car. You can off the uh, in the country and stuff. It's super but high. In the city, you just you just take call for a car and like then close. I got a friend of mine up. who works on those cars. Yeah. like as a job, man, yeah. that shit's coming, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's, it's coming fast. I recently listened to an interesting podcast Sounds talking awesome. about like the the sacrifice problem of. If, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super interesting. It's like if you're in an, a self-driving car and you're what you're alone, and it's about to hit a family of four with children. Yeah, what, barrel right through. What would you? Okay, well, what would you want the car to do? I would want the car to uh, shoot out like a wall of foam. Okay, no, actually, here's the question. So, I, like, could, do, but, do you want the car to save you, or do you want the car to save? It can only save one, right? And, and it's interesting because obviously it's too late now because this, the way we got into this conversation didn't like it didn't like set it up properly. But you ask people uh, objectively, a car is going with one person in it, and there's four people about to get hit by it. Yeah. The car can only save one group. What should it do? And everyone says, "Well, I'll kill the driver because yeah, save the, the family." And, and the the problem got solved when that was actually put to focus groups, and no one's going to buy a car that kills you because yeah. you then ask the same person <laughs> the same question, except you are in the car, and everyone's like, "Fuck no, I wouldn't buy that car." No, right? Why would you buy a car but, that kills you? And it, but everyone agrees the right thing to do would be to save them the, 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 the family. A, like so, it's a huge drive a car manually. You never know. You never know what's going to happen. If you so, have an automatic car that makes an automatic decision, yeah. Then- so it's a, so it's a huge conundrum because everyone agrees on what the right procedure should be, but no one personally wants to be the driver of mm. that car. Now there's like know? a certain level. It's like, oh well, I want to I want it to protect me. Yeah. But like, well, what we can do is put razor blades and like battering rams in front. It's like, no, I don't want to like completely. <laughs> I don't want to Mad Max the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's why I said like styrofoam wall to like. It's, I it's, don't know. It's a super interesting. It's a super interesting like real life moral dilemma that we're actually approaching. Don't worry, and we'll trying it, to solve. We'll never approach it in Montreal. The fact that the construction here never ends means automatic cars slow. will never happen. Yeah, the potholes will just swallow. Well, them. no, because you need highly detailed maps to do that kind of stuff. Mm. And the, have you seen a map of Montreal that's accurate? No, never. You never have ever. Because it's always wrong. Our, our automatic cars <laughs> will just have tank treads. Yeah. Yeah. Just fuck it. All right, does everyone go back in the carriages? Just roll over Jimmy, Jimmy 2, and Jimmy 3. Just use carriages again. 
I mean, we've I've got there's horses there's, there's horses no, around there all the time. Just, yeah. No, let's all get into them. But the horses shit everywhere. Then there would be a well. Then get get a type of ape that eats horse shit. But I feel what? like that joke didn't work that well this time, and it's just weird. Well, I thought someone would continue. But it. what will curb the ape population? Don't worry, because during Montreal winters, the apes will freeze to death. <laughs> then we just fly in a new wave of apes in the spring. What go. do we do about the ape corpses? Now we got ape corpses everywhere. Good thing horses love ape corpses. <laughs> okay, that's not real. <laughs> Because then we might get a, a, a group of horses that have a taste for, for fucking or, simian or, flesh. Hey, okay, well, then we can set up the street vendors and they can just start selling the meat. There we go. There ape, meat. Better, ape meat. If we raise the apes in oat baths, <laughs> they will naturally <laughs> scent. So they're just caked in they this armor of oats? They will naturally be scented no, wait, like no, oats. No, you're not. And therefore, we what? maintain the oat palette You're not of the horse. The, the apes in oats to armor them. <laughs> no, you're, I mean like you're, you're, they're more delicious. You keep them. You keep them oat flavors. Like a like a fish stick. Yeah, yeah. yeah like you fry, keep them. You batter them. Oats. You batter those Just apes in oats. Fry the apes in oats, and the horses will have a fucking feel. Right. Day. So you've got it's the, our goddamn yeah. birthday every and day. And so the apes are eating the horse shit, but they're caked in the oats, and then when they die naturally in the Montreal winter, the, horse, yeah. the horses. And they're frozen corpses. Self-sustaining. Self-sustaining. Perpetual motion. <laughs> There's always something about the Turbo Principle Scare just goes, the apes freeze to death. <laughs> uh, cheery, even. So, so, so. Oh, I, I tried something I didn't tell you about real quickly since we're still. I tried a oh, lot of things I didn't tell you about. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I follow a very funny blog on Twitter called Seriously, which just reviews serials and, and fun. It's very nicely written. And he, I saw him lamenting on the fact that, like, oh, I can't try it because I don't live in Manhattan. Uh, Burger King launched their Cinnamon Toast Crunch milkshake. And they have Ugh. these other milkshakes like uh, Lucky Charms and, and uh, Oreo, whatever. And I never got to try those because in Montreal, no. Uh, but I was like, I really want to try the Cinnamon Toast Crunch and tell the guy, like, how it was because he was asking me, like, you know, if you can try it, please do. But if you can't, no, no problem. So I go to the worst, but like it wasn't called Burger, like it was Burger King, but it should have been called Bumble Kings because I've never seen the most disorganized Burger King ever. It was just a fucking free for all. There are no lines. It was just madness. And I, I look at the board and I'm like, oh, God, they don't have it. They have um, Lucky Charms and they have uh, whatever. And I'm like, fuck, uh, maybe I'll get another one. I don't know. So I get up to the line. I'm like, yeah, I can have a shake. Uh, the uh, Fruit Loops, I guess. A Fruit Loops shake. And she's like, no, we don't have Fruit Loops. I'm like, okay. And we don't have Lucky Charms either. And I go, oh, do you have Cinnamon Toast Crunch then? No. Okay. Well, we have Cinnamon Toast Crunch though. Okay. I'll take that. She's like, okay. Then just gives it to me. And it's Fruit Loops. And it's Fruit Loops, yeah. no. Uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch. And, you know, actually, I'll just give a little mini review. It was really, really good. I drank, like, maybe, like, less than half of it because I'm, like, I'm going to get sick if I drink this. It's, it's a, a giant cup. Yeah, yeah. But basically, it was very, very creamy, not that sweet. And it had little tiny bits of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. It was really good. I was just like, yeah. If my city was allowed this, I would get it every summer once or twice. Okay. But uh, it was it was a journey to get there because there was only one Burger King in downtown Manhattan for some fucking reason. It's strange. Uh, it's Burger McDonald's King is country. shit. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um. So I guess like there's a a blur of things. So we might as well like break this up into King like, of my ass. A fucking Burger King. Into like pre 
New York, into Old York, <laughs> no, into whatever we did before. Yeah, I, 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 I actually don't have that much. Um, I, um, I, I think I told the Pat a little bit, or maybe one of you. I watched a very short series uh, called uh, Channel Zero, um, uh, Pirate uh, uh, Treasure Cove. Oh, definitely God, didn't tell Cove. me about that. Well, I told you about this. Is that this is a show that's based on like a creepy pasta or like Reddit stories passed around where someone came up with the idea of saying, mm-hmm. do you remember this really weird show where it was puppets and it was very creepy? It used to play on a channel. And then the next post would be someone playing along with the narrative. And right. going, yeah, that was really fucked up. Does anyone remember this else happening? It's like, no, I don't remember it. And then a show like a narratively based show is based around this idea where a child psychologist just remembers this creepy show called like pirate cove uh, uh kevin cove forget the name of it is and he goes back to his hometown it's a very, uh no not caliban i wish caliban i appreciate it he goes back to his hometown and things start happening again it's very stephen king where uh children start disappearing start acting very strange and the show appears late at night but no adults remember it only kids remembered it and it's like a whole thing that, that springs out of his relationship with his twin brother. Very, very creepy. Very okay, good. I'm sorry. You're talking about people not remembering the show as the content of the show you're describing. Yeah. Like okay. I the, thought you were the, talking about the show you were describing not being remembered the, by the, people. The, the and show, that got really the, confusing. The so you, channel, use, the, use the names. Use the names to make it clear. He doesn't remember the names. Oh. It, it, the, the, <laughs> okay. The entire concept of the Reddit thread was someone just thinking up the idea of a creepy puppet show that certain people remember. So this was a Reddit thread talking about a show. And then Max Landis, who's one of the producers on this, decided to turn that into a real thing. And let's make it into a six episode narrative mini series on youtube on sci-fi okay and it now it's released on vod's and stuff okay that it's that was a very hard to follow admittedly it's a hard concept to describe and uh so yeah max landis produced this and it was very good it was kind of weird it, it had a very uh true detective sort of and you feel. remember what it's called it's called Channel Zero. Channel Zero. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And there's two. It's it's a lot like American Horror Story, where there's a first season called Channel Zero, um, uh, Cove, and then the next one is called Channel Zero No No Land is City. It Candle Cove. Candle Cove. Okay. Yes. Thank you. What um, a creepy show. Uh, so it has a few creatures in it that rival anything Guillermo del Toro or Silent Hill have ever come up with. I describe one of these. As a short child height creature that is made head to toe in human teeth. Okay, this I remember. With no eyes, just a mouth, and it's just it's just teeth. It's so fucked I, up. I I know exactly where somebody got the idea for that. You ever mm. see X rays of a kid's teeth before you they see get all their, their full teeth, teeth in the grown back in? Up, yeah. You ever seen this, Wooly? It's horrible. Oh yeah, it's super fucked. Like there's an entire yeah. set of teeth above their teeth inside mm. their face. It's the worst thing They're, ever. The children are like sharks. Yeah, they're they're god. It's really scary. So yeah, that that's only six episodes, and I and I quite liked it. Very good, very good ending. Um, we also watched loads of Golden Girls because fucking killer. Because Golden the, Girls bought the entire about the entire series on DVD. There's a lot of jokes in Golden Girls that I'm like, whoa, that's racy for today. That's filthy, Rue McClanahan. That's filthy for you old ladies. Don't yeah. do that. And some jokes that are like, whoa, you can't say that anymore. 
whoa, why are they acting so weird? Um, but it was it, that show, like, even though it started in the mid '80s, like, still like laughing at it pretty hard. There's lots of lots of good zingers in there. Um, and as a kid, I was always shocked when someone told me the woman that plays the oldest woman, the 80 year old grandma, she is not in fact that she old. She is super not that. She's like actually one of the younger people on the show, and they just gave her makeup. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Um, we saw you can Blade Benjamin Run- Button anybody. Yeah, you could. We saw Blade Runner, but I'll, I'll probably defer to you. Oh, I heard you guys that. saying that was shit. Yeah, no. ter- what a terrible movie. Well, that's what the box office says. Yeah, that is what the box office said. They said the same thing about Arrival. No, they didn't. And Pacific um, Rim. Yeah. Um, wow, you just kneecapped yourself. Well, it's the same director. Um, Arrival had a much smaller budget, though. Did it? Yeah. This is small for what it was, but it was still a fucking, like, yeah, no. Anyway. Yeah, I had, like, one last thing is that, like, um, I, I forgot that the flight to New York is, like, an hour so I was like, all set to play this yeah. and that. Yeah, you, well, you just do the rest of it. Might as well just do it. No, that's what things. I mean. Okay, okay. Uh, I, I didn't really get a chance to play that many games. Um, a new build of the Takeover came out, and I was spent. <laughs> I spent the trip to New York and the trip back from New York yeah. just writing one email to be like this, 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 this. Yeah. And by the time I'm like, oh, I'm almost going to be done soon. I can now take out my Switch. I'm like. We are now arriving. Take out all your fun devices and stow them away for the next 35 minutes. I can't stand this now that like 35 minutes before you're going to land, take out all your fucking shit. So you need a book. So here's the thing with that. That seems to be Air Canada exclusive. And it's really really? weird because, yeah, because... um, the and the headphones thing as well. Take out your p- p- picking out your headphones thing is an Air Canada thing because like I, I remember like Jabali when he was up here he was going like what oh, the fuck he's going off on yeah that? he was like what the fuck is with this not like bothering me while I'm doing my thing with my headphones thing with Air Canada no other airline I've flown That's has done this up. to me I didn't me. know that and I, I was like I, huh have I only taken Air Canada flights well I mean I, I tend to yeah. well I feel I do, like I feel like I don't get bugged about my headphones on like some of the other flights but you, I, I haven't not. taken. You tend to take. uh, It depends on what line you're on. Air Canada lately, because American Airlines loses everyone's bags every single time. Every single time. Sure, and then there's United, which is fun times. Um, You know, if if you feel like getting into a fighting game, then you can (laughs) you can do that. But it's yeah, I don't know what that's about, and it's really annoying because I really wish that I could like just keep my headphones on, or at least like what I'd like to do is like tilt one off. So that I can still hear what your announcement so, is. So one time, and then do my thing. I took one headphone out, and I had a hood on, like I have now, and I just went like, "There's mm, yeah, yeah, listening yeah, yeah, yeah. to my shit." I'm yeah. like, "Yeah, that's cool. Uh-huh, uh-huh, I'll uh-huh. stow my tray." Yeah, she's like, "Is something wrong with your neck, sir?" No. <laughs> um, <laughs> like yeah, so that's me. Okay. Uh, so yeah. For me, what happened was I played some Cuphead. It's very good. It's hey. very challenging. Hey, you're right. It's I haven't done I haven't done co op though I've only done single player. Co op's hard as shit. Uh, co op's way harder than regular. But like you can bring each other back to life. Yes, but the it's the, hard to do it. it the it, it's it, you have to parry them. Yeah, to well bring you, them back can, to life. you can get the auto jump parry. But the problem is is that having another so the camera control becomes super fucked up in co op mm-hmm. because whoever's at the front just dies. Okay. Every time, and if you're and enemy placement is pretty random. Yeah, and if you're too close together. 
Uh, I'm talking the scrolling levels. If yeah. You, whoever's at the front just dies. And the running guns. And uh, if you're too close together, uh, Cupman and Mugman, uh, Cuphead and Mugman, I don't know how you would do this, but it is genuinely difficult, even though they're different colors, to always keep in your mind which one is which. That's weird. I would not have that problem. Blue and red are pretty clear. Well, there's a lot of shit all over the screen all the time. Fair and whenever, enough. like, you go to jump and you're like, how come I didn't jump? And you go, wait, I did jump. Okay. Because, you know, shit like that. Um, yeah, but, I mean, as a solo game... Oh, it's astounding. Uh, as I'm, I'm enjoying it thoroughly, and, and it's, you know, you're, you're, you're getting that right amount of, like, just, okay, I got close. I was, like, a couple hits away, but that one last part, part of the last phase is a fucking pain in the ass. Slash, like, I couldn't have known what was going to come when that phase started. You know, that there's ha- some fucking clown guy that just the roller coaster just comes in from the right side of the screen instantly, and it's just like, come on. There's some challenges that I'm like, I've faced this in other games so many times, but this super limited life bar and the con and like the size of everything in this game just makes this one thing harder. It's when you're fighting the um, the cake queen lady. Oh man, that right? was brutal. And like you get through all the minions, no problem. And you're du- and you're jumping on her little mini knights to get your little EX shots, and then she- it starts crawling, and the fucking head comes out, and it's just a simple like projectile that tracks to you, stops, and then tracks to you again, and stops for a few seconds. That's it. But that, in the midst of everything else moving, is the hardest thing in the world. You know, you could parry the the peppermint. Well, it's pink. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Anything pink you parry. Yeah, I didn't it's realize some, it. Sometimes you're... Almost didn't no, it's like the, sometimes the, the color cube... Doesn't, it doesn't make the connection because sometimes some objects are not 100% pink. Like, there's a bit of white. The or fact that it was like, pink no, and white is I, what threw me off. Yeah, I yeah. immediately tried it right away. Like, as soon as I see it pink anywhere, I assume that's what they want to happen. Um, and but yeah, no, the, the fact that the, the parallax is scrolling in that stage and the cake tower is like a horrific... John Carpenter Beast and all that shit. That yeah. thing, that last part, it's it should be easy. Um, it's not. Yeah, and the, and and like if everything kept moving, it'd be fine because your sense of like uh, it'd be like a shmup, right? Where yeah. like you could just you just dodge through them and find the path, and then you do that little Ice Shield Twenty One thing with your brain where you see a line and you go there, 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 there. I'm alive. Yeah. But here it's like no, it stops, and that one little detail fucks everything up. And like a lot of the bosses have something like that, where there's like there's just this one part of this one phase that you're like fuck me. Yeah. Super tough. And there's even parts like after it that are not as tough, but it's just that like. Yeah, there's just one thing that throws you off. Willie, I'm not sure if you'd agree, but I think there's there's one feature Cuphead could use. It'd be the ability to skip bosses. Be good. Sip and swallow. Yeah. <laughs> I was amazed when you hit that second run and gun level and it's on just a steep enough slope that your shots are pretty much useless as you're going up the log until they're point blank and I'm like you fucks all you had to do was make it slightly less inclined and you made it just high enough that your gun is worthless did you do the uh, run and gun level where you parry to reverse gravity no, I haven't done that. It's the there most nightmarish thing ever. I haven't it's done so it. bad. That's crazy. It's, it's like, but I did happen to have the auto parry um, um, trait on when the ghost challenge popped up, and yes. I was like, "That's a free room." Oh hell yeah, it is. Mm. That's you know, you don't even have to think. The about second it. one's not even that much harder either. Okay. Um, yeah. 
the like those charms, like Ghost Parry, uh, sorry, Instant Parry or the Smoke Bomb yeah. are the only two to choose. So I have a complaint, and that is in my. I, I maybe I missed it, but I I started and then I started again, um, and I in the shop it doesn't indicate what type of item you're buying if i'm not yeah, mistaken it does. does it yeah does it's... it say whether it's a charm or a shot or a thing oh no it does not that's what i'm saying like i was well, I'm, you just have to infer yeah because obviously if it's if it tells you it's a type of weapon you it's know it's either it's either you, you get uh, that uh, much the right drinks are weapons but i and the everything that's not a drink is a charm so i assumed that i was gonna get uh what's the fourth type again there's a supers. It's supers. shot, shot, super, yeah, yeah, charm. Yeah, yeah. So I basically, or like early on, I mean, obviously, again, it's like experience will fix this. But first time I spent a bunch of my money, it was all on charms. And I thought I'd be able to equip these things in parallel, like a build. Yeah. Nah. And it was not that. They were all, all these things I had to switch out from. Yeah. I was like, ah, I yeah, would have liked. Because you get the auto pair and you get smoke bomb and you're like, this is going to be great. And you're like, oh, yeah. I only get one. You figure it out immediately afterwards. So I, it's I fine. But too... I would have liked a thing in advance to just let me know which slot like the item is going to go to. It would be that type of game that would even let you like make a build like No. It, well, you, you do mean, make a build I'm, with what I'm, they I'm, give you. Yeah. But what I just mean is like something that just match things. Right. All I'm saying is like right before you buy it, it just. Uh, say what type of item it is like on the description so that you know exactly which slot it's going yeah. into in case the description sounds like a charm but also like a weapon mm. you know when I'm not throwing game uh, journalist articles under the bus I do have something serious to say about Cuphead which is I'm really glad though that like after those stories where like we had to mortgage our houses like our entire lives were dependent on the success of this game. It's nice to see that it's like a oh, huge success. If you have not bought Cuphead, buy Cuphead. It's a you don't need, but you but you don't even need to. But it's great it because they they they're doing great. As this is, is one of those games that I would just call an instant classic. I'm really happy that people love the actual classical look. And get it right away and understand it and have fun with it. The main thing, though, of course, is like, yeah, like my girlfriend walks by and goes, wow, what is that? That's amazing. I'm like, yeah, it's a super cool old game. And she's watching me play and she's like, that looks really hard. And I'm like, it's pretty challenging. It's not that hard, though. Like, it's quite difficult. If, but, but, what, but what I'm, but it's not that hard if you are okay with, like, repetition if you're, learning if you're okay with trial and error and trial and error exactly and that's where she's like i would get so mad at this and stop playing and i was like really it's like yeah you know and then we ended up talking about that whereas like like i'm like but the, you know because the trial and error is where the fun comes in and she's like yeah. oh no to me that's just like stopping me from seeing the next thing yeah yeah, yeah. so well, it, I, I you it's, know it's the old and, and it's just a, it's a mentality it's the, like, the, difference. The, so there was an article that framed this nonsense as like There's a penny arcade comic about it uh, yeah it framed it as um what you're owed versus what you earn, mm. but that's not what it's about. It's about the point brought up in the Penny Arcade comic that you're referencing. Do you want to play with the crabs? No, it's it's people that want to beat a game and people that want to see a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's a clear difference. And, and that's why the article "I wish I could skip boss fights." No, it's not fun. Is like the dumbest article ever. Where it's like, what do we do when we do a video? And we're like, there's it's kind of meandering on. Let's go to the next boss, or let's go to the boss at least. Yes, because that's the showpiece. Because yeah, no, there are usually there, like, there are, you see the big, you see the big. There, there's, a, there, there's a shitstorm video that has not gone up yet. It's one of the better ones. I love that fucking video in which we got stuck at a certain point because it was somewhat more difficult than the 
preceding parts. Mm. And Matt and I like, okay, this might take a couple tries, so we're going to cut the footage. But we're at least going to see this whole boss fight because this boss fight is awesome. Oh, guess what? Uh, right when we stop that video. Oh, shit. Not again. No, don't worry about it. it, it the game kind of meanders for a while. Oh, great. Mm. See? With, with stuff we've already so seen. So you, you, you find the budget spikes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, and not so much budget spikes, but more like, all right, let's settle back into this rhythm after doing this different thing. Mm-hmm. And we like we stopped at the perfect time. Oh, well, it's, it's the biggest problem with m- most random third-person shooter mid-aughts games yeah. is super crazy set-piece beginning, nothing in the middle, big set-piece ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the middle is the hardest, like, place to keep, like, attention or, like... Where the, whatever the budget, the pipeline well, was for well, the game, it's like... It's because that's where the rules of game design come in hard and you have nothing else to hide inside also of. Also, works the same for LPs. First two or three episodes. You're right. Then it peters right. out. Then when you get back to the end, like... Unless spikes. unless there's like a really interesting plot that's continuing throughout yeah, yeah, the thing. If there's a threat to follow, up, that's fun, rule. right? But you, you're super right, and the and and that again, it's like a video game thing because you know when you have films that are broken up into acts, you can you you there's a weight that there's a structure to it that is meant yeah. to keep your interest peaked until a certain point and then find another climax, right? Mm-hmm. With uh, video games that kind of have this like this this bowl shape, then yeah, you yeah. end up with this middle and like. It's like the middle is where you get to see the game's design exposed raw. Yeah, exactly. Right? You're used to the visuals. You're used to the mechanics. Next. Right? You've probably gotten not all the weapons, but enough to really have a handle on your character. Now what? What are you going to do to keep it interesting in this middle? That's why whenever you see a gameplay demo at E3 or something like, they always show off the character. Okay, so there we are about halfway through the game in this part. Yeah, yeah. So you you don't have all your abilities, but you have some of them. So this is what the the most of the game is going to look like. Right. And and you can see the failures when it's just like, all right, I've been doing the same thing for four levels now in different locations. Mm -hmm. And you can see the successes like Titanfall 2, where it's like, this level introduces something you will never see again this level introduces something you'll never do again yeah you know and then you just and you're like this like is running fret. on walls right and so the like you can take the order of like the titanfall levels and like rearrange them and get the same relative level of excitement yeah. going across you know you're and, doing this now and it's all fun in different ways and you're like that is a fucking solid design um so but but yeah no uh cuphead I think is uh, going to annoy a lot of people that want to see it, um, whereas people that want to beat it so will the, the thoroughly other, enjoy it. The other it. thing yeah, is yeah, that like the idea, like the the skip the bosses thing in Cuphead is extra super double dumb Cause stupid because it's, it's all boss because fight. it's a ninety five percent boss rush game. Yeah, um, and also all that fancy animation that you want to see. Is all in the different phases. Is in the of phases the of the boss. Yeah, yeah, it is. So if you were able to skip a boss fight, you couldn't beat you. And also, the boss fights get harder over time by far. Like the earlier bosses are way are chump compared mm-hmm. to the later ones. So like you would, if you start skipping bosses because you can't beat them, you would just skip every single boss in the game and right. see nothing. You you wouldn't even get what you wanted. Yeah, you you need to develop the skill to be able to yeah. uh, to deal with them and and your basically punishing yourself and if that happens i mean it's it's a shame but like yeah i guess the game i guess is not one that you're you know what i mean like like it's not it's not it's fine to like feel that way about things like to just want to like tour through them um there's even a simple mode there is a simple mode and and i and i i like i said i like traveling mode in res because uh 
there's people that just want to feel the beat and the music and get through it without having to worry about that. So mm-hmm. I, I understand that part of it. But like here, all the, yeah, the the phases of the boss where you fought and get got to that really hard point is where the animation that you want to see is coming out and doing crazy shit. So maybe you should just get good. What's the matter, young kid? <laughs> Not good at video games. Come on. Uh, anyway, the um, the uh, other thing I did was I got a ways into uh, Samus Returns. And yeah, how's Samus play- doing? Saw you playing it. Yeah, yeah. It's- you could, you could hear the ping from the sensor <laughs> across the, across the the airport. It's interesting how um what like they made yeah they definitely made a lot of changes to it and uh a lot of them are are for the better. Things are very interesting. It's a weirdly paced. It's always been a weirdly paced Metroid game, um yeah. because. Like you're really doing, you're you're fighting a, um, you're you're trying you're to fucking exterminate. You're exterminating exactly. Yeah. You're not going through, you know, you're not like, trying to find out the mystery. Exactly. Or, you're not building up through uh, 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 to go fight Kraid, and, and you're not building up to to through Norfair and whatnot. To my understanding, it's you land and I'm going to kill all these fucking Metroids. You are, and there's you have a number. A there's a, a number counter. in the corner that says go kill this many Metroids. How many is 40. it? Forty. Oh, that's a lot of Metroids. Right. You got to kill them, and and they evolve and do stuff, right? So that's there. And then you kind of, unlike the other games where there were like, you, you find things, but it's always after a sort of a buildup of progression. You kind of just find things lying around in, in, in Samus Returns. Missile. Yes, some like, things bef- and, and some other things not so. Well, because I guess what I mean is like a lot of games, for example, uh, in Super, you uh, fucking you, you blow open Kraid and then you run into the next room and you get your various suit upgrade, right? Mm-hmm. And like... Your uh, um, a lot of the things will be like after you beat this boss, you then get this next cool like item, weapon, whatever you know what yeah. I mean, like the next They're major like, thing. And Prime kept there's, that. There's a few more Chozo statues that are just like, hey, sup? In the middle of like, your run, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like you just you pop open a door and then it's like, hey, cool, dude, you got your missiles here. Like there's you two, got your, your there's two Chozo statues that are like in an adjacent rooms, but you can't go from point A to point B. So you have to like go around a bit, but they're still weird on the map that you see two items. They're just like, yeah, I'm right here. I'm yeah. right next to that item. That's weird. So, so that's always been very different about it. And uh, the other thing is that like the enemy variety has, was always low, mm-hmm. you know, like, like when you're running from area to area, you're definitely, excuse me, dealing with a lot of the same types. <laughs> the parry mechanic in this really makes it uh, like, almost trivial in a way well it's always been trivial but it, it, it's like it's fun to like parry and just shoot the shit right away it's, it gets you through them really quickly but it also becomes pretty repetitive you know the, the the times where i think like i'm like eh is when there's actual multiple enemies around you and they all go in at the same time and it only happens like a couple of times like they'd be like the bat and you parry all and of them. you parry that and but then there's like a the little rhino guy that's coming up behind yeah. you those moments where i'm like oh it's really cool because you can like in much more of a precise way, like it'll just let you parry two things really quickly. Like, really in succession. Not the third strike levels, no. obviously, but like much closer than you'd think. But an then you can only really target you. one of them, and then you got to go into manual. Yeah, mode, but they right? stay stunned long yeah. enough that you, that's I, not a problem. I initially really disliked the manual aim free like the free form mm-hmm. but then i got used to it and now i'm like it's fine it's there's, super fine there's certain sequences you just I, have to use it yeah it, but it's just you you know in your head metroid equals eight way right yeah. shots oh, is it analog 
And well, it's both. In this, it's like you you are running around shooting normal, and you have your up and down, mm-hmm. but you can then hold the L button to do a full more than eight way three a three hundred and sixty degree shot, <laughs> which is weird for a Metroid game. That's weird. It is, but you get used to it, and it and, and it allows you to pull off like trick shots with missiles. You know, that you otherwise couldn't. And one thing that's really interesting is that uh, the missiles, uh, or when you aim, rather, there's a laser that mm-hmm. comes out of your, your gun, and you can shoot something off screen because the laser changes color. Oh. So you know where it is. Oh, yeah, when it's, it when it's actually aimed on an enemy, it's red, but, or, or the reverse. Yeah. So you just know that you're going to hit. I, but I definitely miss the ability to, like, strafe pointing in a single direction you know mm-hmm. that's what you lose by having this uh 360 uh method Im- Im- implemented is you now cannot no longer lock yourself looking up forward and then run forward and backwards and take out the metroid more efficiently you know um so there's little things like that but ultimately it's 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 fine what they did is just different and they the game is sufficiently different enough around it that it's not a problem. It's just I have preferences based on what I'm used to, mm. and this is asking me to do something different. Um, I don't want to do something different, says Willie. Sure. Game says, okay. You know, other modern contrivances like, you know, the fusion grab, ledge ledge grab is, is of course, here. And um, checkpoint saves. We, yeah. We die. Right. A lot of that is is yeah. I mean, I'm glad those are in there because they're only really in there like for bosses or after a boss. Yeah, the the bosses right, have yeah. checkpoint saves, but if you die midway through, you yeah, uh, you, you start you from your save your point. Save. Um, that's fair. Like there there are times where I was like, like oh fuck, and I was like oh wait. Thank God that was like a point because yeah, I would have lost a lot of progress. But it doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, like if you just are trying to run through a room or you like fall into some shit, uh, then yeah, it's not that bad. But yeah, so um, I'm you know I'm, I'm enjoying it enough so far, and I I picked up the the amiibos for it, the squishy amiibo, amiibo oh, do you for don't the Metroid stuff. Do you? I don't have it with me now, but uh, it. Like one thing that I, I need to find out more about it, but it's like it says it, it doesn't just unlock fusion suit; it unlocks fusion mode, which sounds like you're gonna have a method, a it's mode, some of, kind of super hard mode. Maybe yeah, I don't, or maybe it's like the same setup as the original fusion, which is like you know the the types of enemies you kill create like feed your suit. Well, that was always the case. I mean, that's basically what's going on now. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see with what that. happens. But um, yeah, so far so good. Uh, it's not the Castlevania situation. Um, Good. And a mirror of fate, you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah or, mirror um, of fate's bad. Uh, uh, what's the, what were they called again? Um, uh, Mercury Steam. Mercury Steam. Yeah. If if Mirror of Fate was called like something else, was in Castlevania, it would have been cool. Would have been fine. It would have been fine. The the biggest thing that bums me out, honestly, uh, about it is that well, one, it could be like basically the fact that it's a 3ds game. <laughs> is what sucks. You mean something that even Liam is like, I wish this was on a console. It sucks well, that it's not but, a proper Switch but, release. But, I mean, me and Liam would have that argument a, a million times over, but like that argument doesn't need to happen anymore. They have this home console that's also a portable. Yeah. So that I can only assume that like this game was in the works for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, I'd like to think so. It sucks that it's not a Switch release and because that means it doesn't look as good as it could. Hell no, it doesn't. It doesn't sound as good as it could. And I'm like, I'm and I turn on the 3D again, you know, and I'm like, oh god, this thing. I fucking forgot, you know, about this bullshit. That's, that's why I've been playing. And like just turned it off. I'm like, I don't even care. Yeah, anymore. like who cares, right? And and I'm like, this is like, it, it's so nothing. And I'm just like, so this is just looking 
a, a bit. Uh, this is looking dated and old for no real reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I you know? think there's a good reason. You have a Metroid that's coming out on the Switch. You have a Metroid that's coming out on the 3DS. Could literally be. serving both your the, needs, the, but, but three hey, pillars rearmed. Two pillars, rearmed. Whatever. Give me both types what on about? the same. Give me both options on the same platform. Nah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, um, that, that, that's no. the main thing is that it could look and sound a lot better. It can, it can. And, it's, and it's not uh, that. Uh, also, um, yeah, so there was that and then, then there's the fucking New York stuff, right? Yeah. So yeah, well, we might as well get into that. Um, at Comic-Con, it was uh, pretty crazy huge and whatnot. It was probably the but- most packed, most overflow of people like I've ever been, been in too. any like yeah. I I will never go again and I will certainly never go to San Diego Comic Con because that's supposedly worse. But I was just like You don't like act- the the infinite it, pressing of human bodies? I know actually I'm fine with it happening because after a while everyone's just taking the bumps. Everyone just doesn't even say like sorry or anymore because it's pointless because mm-hmm. you're taking bumps everywhere. Just knock everyone's, that child to the everyone's ground. grabbing my dick. I'm like that's fine. I'll just take the bumps and I'm riding the wave and I'm just I'll get to my place eventually. I'm just angry that it's taking so long. And like that's like and and when you're in a fucking um uh intersection, like it's over. Yeah. You might as well just set up a small camp and wait. Now, uh for me that was much less of a factor. Because I'm like, yeah, it's, it's a crowd, but it's to be expected because it's a giant Comic-Con, right? Like, I, I was just like, par for, to me, is like, yeah, par for the course. The main thing, though, is that when you go to a Comic-Con, you have to remember that it's not a video game con or an anime con. It's a Comic-Con. Yeah, which means, you know. There's going to be less of... Hold it back, Pat. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, we get it. We know. Um, there's going to be, like, less of what I'm looking for, which is, like... Video games in particular, like, oh, shit, hey, cool, Bandai's here. They got the Dragon Ball booth set up. Okay, Capcom's over there. That's where Rooster Teeth is. Let's go see the Blaze Blue game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, I'm, I'm basically hovering around those things because that's where a lot of my interest is. And I'm checking out other comic things and whatnot. But, like, once I take a tour of those, like, comic booths and, like, uh, even the really cool, like, Kotobukuya booths and toy booths, I do that once Side and then show, I'm good. Yeah. But, like, at a games booth, you can go back and watch like more footage other things you didn't see and whatnot mm-hmm. and like that's where i would want to spend most of my time and there's just not a lot of that variety so i basically hovered around the same three booths the entire like weekend and but then you'll miss the fan gamer booth which you didn't even know existed i well yeah but i didn't need that in my life because i spent enough money on shirts at fan gamer already mm. because fuck them they keep buying shirts they keep making shirts and i keep buying them yeah well, <laughs> but uh fault. Yeah, but 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 anyway, so like no, Tim. So what I spent most of my time doing, like I said, uh, I was over at the uh, Rooster Teeth booth. I got to play Blaze Blue. I also got to play a match. Got to play um, a cross tag battle, and that game is very early. Mm. It is, and they admitted it's so early. They said that the the, the character select screen is like completely fake. It was, yeah, it, it, was, it, was shit. it was, fucking a terrible. There's an etc. border on that yeah, character yeah. select. People uh, assumed that it was going to be uh, a seven v seven v seven v seven setup, right? Where they're like, they thought it was going to be seven characters from everything because there's seven slots on that placeholder. And they're like, screen. nah, man, no. Nah. But uh, regardless of that, the gameplay itself is still very early the gameplay itself still feels 
Uh, so I, I said it feels like a soft, hodgepodge, right? Yeah, you said it felt soft and loose in a way you didn't expect. And someone uh, said it like, "Oh, does it have soggy hits done?" And I'm like, "That's such a good word. That's exactly what it is." What is it? The, the, when you hit, right? It doesn't feel impactful. It feels very light, and it feels almost like no, it feels like nothing happened, right? Like you see the person in their hit stun animation, but there's very little hit stop. There's very little delay. There's very little impact to it. The spark, the sound is just it's very minor, and it's almost like swinging on uh, a, a boss in an MMO, right? And it's uh, and, and that's an, and that's an exaggeration heavily because it's still a fighting game, feeling. right? It, like it, like I can't pretend like if if it were to, if they were to not react to it at all, yeah, it would be you hit what the I'm boss describing. And the boss has a hit spark, but it's but closer to that through the character. It's closer to yeah, that okay. feeling than the other current fighting games out right now, all right. and it's closer to that than the source material. All right. And that was the biggest and the weirdest part of it to me was that it done did, with that game. Well, I mean, wait, no, it's <laughs> wait for the final. right? Right, but right now it's like it's a compromise of mul- multiple si- systems, but it's not actually based on any of them. It's a brand new one, so there's no walking. For example, everyone what? everyone is running all the time. It's Were it, they? Right? I don't you, remember that. It like well, I don't remember not doing that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I remember walking, and it didn't. It didn't quite. It didn't. It wasn't something that you registered necessarily immediately. But like, it's like yeah, they they have this like. There's a whole thing to it where uh, a lot of people have button not buttons, but like it's a three button fighter, and then you have your tag, uh, you know, button on the on your face, whatever. Uh, so, like persona characters who have two attacks and then two persona buttons now have no persona buttons. And have like their persona attacks as specials, right? Oh, right. Ah. And then the normals become all distributed across their buttons, which you know you you expect changes based on like a, a, a universal system where there's blazable characters that have A B C D drive, you know A B C drive, right? Yeah. But anyway, it, it just feels weird, is is, is all I'm saying. That and that I. It, not, not necessarily well, in a good we're way. In a, we're in a kind of goofy place where we look at this game. We're like, all right, everyone just pile into the Ultimax system. The <laughs> the Ultimax car. And it's like, let's oh, go. It's going to be a mishmash. Unfortunately. Um, it yeah. was not, the, but like, I, I, but it's not. Like they kept like the void system from Undernight, you know, or the uh, other sy- unique systems to Blaze Blue and such. Like they, there's no awakening on the Persona characters. It's all just a, a, a universal oh. new thing. You know what struck me, and I know you, we've already said it's early, is that like just visually, like you get to a stage and it's like nothing, like nothing is as eye popping or as cool looking as anything in a in a Persona Arena game. And I don't know. We didn't play enough under Night and Buff to like. I. I know it. No, no. I. I. I, I disagree. I think there, there was just empty stages. There's nothing going. Well, on. the the stages you were looking at were modified versions of existing Blaze Blue and Undernight stages. Yeah. So like they are based that on is stuff. Cheap. But like um, all reuse. All the time, but uh, I thought I thought it would, the stages seemed alright. I just mean they, when you're coming off Ultimax. Uh, okay, like, Undernight. To be fair, has a lot of just it's a street at nighttime. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm thinking. Things of. going on, but that's what those games Listen, are. Listen, sure. Matt, they right? need to reuse the assets for this cross tag battle game because they have less than half of the budget than was allotted for Guilty Gear's DLC. There you go. Uh, Speaking of which, you saw that like 75 percent of Marvel's budget went to the stupid Ultron statue. <laughs> your tweet. 
Yeah? Yeah, right. Okay. A lot of people what, what, seem to who, agree. Who, who brought that news out? I forget what the guy's name. The Liam Robertson. Uh, Unseen 64 guy, right? Yeah. Man, that Marvel got made on the fucking cheap. It's yeah. astonishing how good it came out, If that's honestly. true. If that's true, it got made on the dirt cheap. I will take the word of the Unseen 64 man at face value. It, like I said, it becomes the soundbite, if true. Uh, but I'll get there. Big if true. Because um, the other thing is that with uh, Cross Tag Battle... What else did you play? Uh, with Cross Tag Battle, the um, Ruby was in it. And yes. uh, wow, Ruby's voice <laughs> is really See, Willie, squawky. You're just ignorant. You I, don't oh, know. You don't hold know. On, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me make let me let me make the statement first. Yes, let me okay, make. please do. I why did they have to do the dub version? Why couldn't they have given us the Japanese Ruby, Ruby version, voice yeah. that we all wanted? Answer? It's because there is no Japanese voice for <laughs> it was always, a man. always English. We know. We know. That's we get it. Too. That's not the problem. Like we like sure, some people are just dumb in saying that because they don't know that Ru- Rooster Teeth made Ruby and whatever. They think it's just an anime thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fine. That doesn't change the part where it really doesn't sound good repeating and, and squeaking hey, and squawking like Athena from KOF 98 over and over again. Le, uh, English or Japanese, it's very annoying to listen to. A lot of Arc System Works fighters have this problem that there are characters that it's it's a little more annoying in English but exists in Japanese that they just talk. They just talk and talk and talk. Every normal, every move, everything, they talk. Right, Spider Man does it in Marvel where he's coming right at you yeah. during all of his combos. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But like Man, that Ruby voice combined with the overly talkative thing of the the Arc System Works game. It's well, just like Well, hold on though. Shut your fucking mouth. No, no, hold on. <laughs> I I have to stop you because I completely disagree with the talking part, right? The the there's a like when you're talking, I don't have a problem with it. My armor. I that okay. When you're My talking, armor. let me let me let me let me make a distinction here. Talking to me is Bedman or Answer. Yes. Right? Those are great. Those are fan-fucking-tastic, and I love them. Because as you're playing Answer, he's like, hello, who's this? Oh, this is Answer. Yes, what do you need to know? Oh, and he's in the middle of fighting you. And he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. I can't help you with that right now. He's on the phone having a conversation in the middle of the battle. It's fucking great, right? Yeah, but don't And Bedman like- is, is, like, just going off on his whole tangents and whatnot while you're fighting him. And that's super cool. What's annoying is squawking. But, like, and 90% screeching. of all characters will squawk, and, like, the 2% you just mentioned, like, those are, like, the outliers. I, I, would, I would call... Unless you can think of I would, no, I would no. call, I guess, getting comboed as a non-stop series of annoying hit barks. Just make sure, just make sure that the barks that you do have, <laughs> you can get used to hearing them over and over again. Pushing for hit barks. Right? I also think that when you're a voice actor or actress and you do like a narrative-based program and then you're asked to do fighting games, it's it's, a, it's actually probably a much more difficult transition than we, re- than we realize. You do have to think about quite a bit when doing that. Mm-hmm. But put it this way. You've played a bunch of MKX and you've played a bunch of Street Fighter at this point. Yeah. No one in those games strikes you as like really annoying voice-wise. The most you might get is like uh, uh, Laura going her like, boom, that's how you start the fight and finish it quickly. And yeah. so like, like doing her things. But like take Virtua Fighter. The voice acting in those games is god awful. It's terrible. Yeah. But in a fight, you'd never know it. It's very minimal, right? So that's what it is. It's just you just have to go through it and go like, is that annoying if I hear it five times in a row? And if the answer is yes, don't do it. Okay. And Ruby Fair doesn't enough. have that going on. Um, yeah. So, you know, that's that. Hope it gets better. But um, I really, 
I'm like also hanging on to hope for Akihiko and or Merkava because I feel like those are not amongst the most popular when you do the all-star roster. I know Akihiko is pretty up there and Merkava's way is pretty up there, but I feel like they can get like skipped over I think Akihiko, in favor of the entire P4 investigation team and P5 characters. I think Akihiko's probably going to get in. We'll see. Don't know about Markov. Huh? But if I don't have like those or someone interesting from five, there will be a boxer on that roster. I don't know if I have anyone for me in a, in the game. Oh, no. I don't know. Oh no. Maybe. Um, no, I don't know. We'll have to see. Um, Marvel. Marvel. Uh, play- that was a thing. Yep. Uh, in fact, that was it. my that was my most of my day. Spent so much of my time over at uh, at the Marvel booth playing as Black Panther. Monster Hunter and Sigma, and wow, they look really good. They do. They look so much better than everyone else, and they have more they look- supers than everyone else. And like everything and about coming them coming out in week, it's weird. <laughs> everything about them, like it doesn't clash. Everything, but about, uh, everything about them screams we're from the Marvel that could have been. Yeah, sure. <laughs> if we add the time and that money and the but even Sigma, just like oh, that that's a really cool looking Sigma. Yeah, and his level three is like fucking fantastic. He takes you into the virtual world, like it's super. Do- like you can see the money, you can see the money all over. It's a very separate budget. You see how they look on the character select? That's how goofy that is. Well, what was weird is on the character select of this build that was there. It's just weird that there was two guys here and there was just one little box. It's goofy sticking out the side there. It's kind of strange that um. Mm-hmm. Wait, that that's it, right? What? Like all three of these characters are coming out, but just three. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there's no fourth. It's just weird. The later well, characters will come later. I, I bet you they probably wanted four, but they just weren't ready. You yeah, know? And or these, they were. And these ready ones for were months. Absolute... Black Widow or Venom or whoever yeah. it was going to no, be. No, you know, other characters weren't ready, but luckily these were ready. They were so ready. Yeah, that they were in the story mode. Um, they were completely ready to ship. Now, g- um, gameplay-wise, uh, <clears throat> I quickly summarized wh- what I felt uh, of Black Panther being like Wolverine-ish, but it's not completely true. It's in the, he is. Yeah, in he's the, got some non-Wolverine. Stuff. Yeah, he's a hybrid of a lot of things, right? Like he's got he's a big slash man with his normals. That much is clear, and he's got a big DP that's an X twenty three like DP, and he has a Rekka. and he has Rekkas. Um, but then you're jumping off the walls and you're all types you've got like strider style wall jumps that have like other options once you're clinging and that makes for really dirty mix-ups when your tag partner is keeping the opponent busy yeah, you have yeah, a dive yeah. kick he has uh not a dive kick but like a forward moving double slash that's pretty useful okay um because if he had wolverine's dive kick then you'd look at it and go mm. he's uh you know again like it, it's it's all it's a mixture of a lot of things yeah. he you can if you want you can throw marrow in there i'm glad he's not just a wolverine clone because that would have been so sad and boring yeah no uh he's got my marrow style off the wall flying at you moves as well if you really want to do it um people said saber tooth but i don't think that's Did true I ever pick marrow towering spine maybe once marrow is cool bone meringue remember I do. Bone Meringue. Yeah, Sabretooth. I could see that. He's, but he's not Sabretooth. Yeah, I've never played Sabretooth enough to even know. So um, Black Panther fills the X-Man functionality then? X, uh, uh, Black Panther is your really fast rushdown point character that does cool shit. Um, big slashies. Yeah, I, I only play with him <laughs> with one match, but I really like them. Yeah. Uh, I wish his level three was a little bit more than just more slashy. Yeah. But they're all slashies. They're all slashies. Uh, Sigma is a big body, heavy type. 
He's really I like Weird. him a lot. He's he's like uh he's got full screen sword combos basically because okay. the swipes from the sword create scratches like virus scratches that stay on screen. Oh, that's great! And they they you can pretty much hit from like eighty percent away. Mm-hmm. So he can do like swipe swipe tackle whatever from full screen almost like the way Ghost Rider fucks you up with his chain you know mm-hmm. from way way far away. Uh, he's slow like Thanos, so he needs someone fast to help cover him. But um, yeah, he's a really fun sort of keep away character with all the sword swipes with our, which have a hitbox along the whole thing he's got a counter mm-hmm. he's got a command grab he's got like missiles that bounce off the walls like he's a scary potential dude that like his biggest weakness is like rushing him down because he's slow mm-hmm. um but visually looks incredible and like yeah you can see like just go check out the the end of the trailer where you see his cutscene where he like you know, like I said, infects you with his virus and does the whole thing. It's it's really cool to see giant Sigma fighting against like X and Zero playing, and all that stuff. Playing that know? one match against you was really good because you never play these characters before and I didn't. So the match was like somewhat exciting because mm. it went down to like the life bars of all our characters and everything. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, that was fun. But like I would like refuse to play you in another match because no. then you'll know and then you'll destroy <laughs> me. Um, get a chance and then and then the most time I spent was with Monster Hunter yep and Monster Hunter is I initially walked out of there going alright I'm done with this character I tried a cu- I tried a couple rounds too weird nothing happening um, big damage off that huge sword that's, hell yeah that's that's the that's fun life but I couldn't get anything else going because it's just so slow and hard to press a button in a world where people are triangle jumping on I you I can't even it is difficult for me to get across to you how you just described playing Monster Hunter for the first time. Okay. The game. Yeah, 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 sure. <laughs> like, like, no, it, that it is that you just described it exactly. And you're so, and I, so basically I was like, the most success I had was hit and run, where I'm like, I'm going to do a big armored swing now and then tag out. Right? Someone well, cover me. I should mention that's how you play the great sword in Monster Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right? No, people were saying that about it. They're like, dude, that's exactly how it feels. And I'm like, cool. That's nice, Man. right? But then the next day... Um, the next The day. next day, these two guys came along. And shout out to them. I think it was uh, uh, Jed. He was one of them. And like, he came along and just explained to me that... Dude, so the role, because I was looking for all her inputs, and the, she has a role on two kicks. Mm. And I was like doing like a quarter circle kick, down, down kick. Couldn't find it. No, right? it's two kicks. Two kicks does a roll. You do that roll and interrupt any of your attacks. Of course. And suddenly the whole thing changes. And you're like, oh, fuck. Just, I can do that. Just like Monster. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I do that giant swing, and then before it hits, roll out of the way. And then get up close and do something else, right? Yeah. Or I can land it and then roll to cancel and make it safe. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, now it all makes sense. Throw the arrows up in the air, roll out, do something else, tag, the arrows come down to cover you. And what was sick was then you do her slash uh, special where you do like backwards Hadouken, uh punches and she does a bunch of dagger cuts. With the dual swords. And she buffs with this red energy. Yes, it's the slime. What is that? Uh, so uh, Brachydios was the monster from the third generation. He's the big pu- he's the big purple dinosaur with the punch fists. Okay, with the green slime on them. Yeah, the slime uh, goes from green to orange to red, and then it explodes. Those are those daggers are made out of him. So when you when it's getting buffed, it's becoming enraged. It's the it's becoming like permanently explosive. Okay, so. 
what you do is when you land that super, or even whiff it, as long as you do it, she buffs into that red glowing energy. Oh, wait. Is she red and glowing? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's that's something completely different. <laughs> and then a meter appears like that's devil trigger. demon mode. Okay. So it's like it's like a devil trigger. Yes. So in it, it's because in that process she sticks the the swords in the air and crosses them. Yes. Okay. So when you do that in Monster Hunter, you activate that, and all of a sudden your meter starts to drain, your stamina drains, yeah, and your rolls turn into command dashes. Okay. So <laughs> so that's what happens here, right? Is like there's a little bit of a, I think there's a power and speed increase slightly yes. in general, very minor, but, but it's, it's there. It's about the dash. But the dash yes. becomes the sickest thing. Like, it's a Frank Roll dash, a Frank West dash. Like, it, you just, you cross up the guy, mm-hmm. it's instant, everything you do mixes up into and out of it, and she becomes a rushdown beast Yes, when you have that out. And I couldn't believe the difference between... It was like Nikali unactivated or activated. Hey, guess what? Or Phoenix Wright. Congrats. You're into Monster Hunter. I'm playing Monster Hunter. (laughs) Like, oh, wow. No, but more than any character I've ever heard described in this, like, you got to play a fighting game that now explained the appeal of the genre to you. Okay. Because there's 14 weapons, and they're all gimmicky like that. They all have goofy shit. Like, having that dash made it so much fun. And people all t- like I because I, I, I was doing things like randomly, just like uh, okay, let, fuck it, let, let's try this, and it worked. Let me try something else, and it all worked. And like people in line are just like, oh, that was dirty. Like that was happening constantly, and like I love that. So Monster Hunter has a lot going on just on that system alone, and is like, I'm happy to hear that it's faithful to it's, what this character is supposed to be. It's ultra faithful because your description is going to make it easier for me to be like hey you want to say you monster world right you had fun with that character right gateway drug yeah and uh, the last thing was that like i was like oh man i, I hope she have a she'll have a, a decent poke to deal with like people coming in constantly <laughs> should. and well she's got an air arrow that shoots down mm-hmm. that's like decent enough so does she ever side slap with oh the, yeah with the okay and you do a lot out of it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's really useful did you try does it do does it do a lot of stun um you have enough time to do a bunch of shit oh it doesn't okay. stagger you i don't think did oh, you yeah. actually try out monster hunter world no i watched it it's pretty but i Neither was did i you know, I had yeah. godzilla shit to buy i would honestly suggest if you were to sit down and try that out like honestly so that you don't bounce off of it Sit down with either a, a list of advice or with somebody who knows what they're doing. Mm. I did play Code Vein. Okay, oh, tell I me about Code. About well, that's not that's not monster. That's a goddamn Dark Souls anime. Yeah, that's anime Souls. It's even less than that, apparently. Well, it's, it's closer to Neo in a lot of ways. It is closer to Neo because the attack buttons are on the face. Yeah, and there's only like six different types of weapons or something. Um, and you're running around with your partner, mm-hmm. which is also more like Dragon's Dogma. And she's attacking, but she's also healing you. And the whole system is like, if she's alive, she will bring you back to life if you die. Mm-hmm. But if she's dead, then you're super dead. Got it. So you have to heal her Got and it. then play. So it's like uh, Knight's War. Tale or whatever that fucking game Knight's Contract. No. Knight's Contract. Sort of. But there's, yeah, it's exactly I saw, like that. But I saw people die while she was alive, so there's something else to it as well um, that wasn't evident. What's also nice is you can start it out, and it literally says, level up in the stage or mm. fight the boss might be the demo only but it was a part of the S- your your uh, bonfire options mm-hmm. and the bonfire you can drop anywhere 
Okay. So that was one thing. That's weird. Right? You throw it down and it becomes your new bonfire. Okay. Um, here's the thing. Outside of that mechanic, everything else was just shit you've seen before and yeah. done before. Okay. Yeah. And I watched some footage and it's like, yep. And that I walked away going, yeah, sure. It's an anime version like, of the thing I've already like, done. The armors are like look like a Souls game. It's they simply plopped anime heads. It's just on the heads. Them. Yeah, it's just the heads because yeah. everything else is like kind of based. It's everything else looks like fantasy already. Yeah. It's slow. It's there. It's it. You know what I mean? You just took fucking Sword Art Online heads and slapped them on their characters, and then the little the like the girl mage or whatever is like like saying her like anime lines at you while you're running around, but. Outside of that basic theme, everything else is just the same. And oh, you're and you're in also like modern day destroyed like like environment because there's cars and blown up um, uh, highways sure. and shit. But does it feel like you're playing Dark Souls and somebody's sitting next to you going anime a little into bit, your ear a little bit, time? a little bit? Because you forget <laughs> while you're fighting the boss until you roll towards the screen and see the big shiny face and go, oh yeah, right. Yeah, mm. I'm playing as like protagonist from visual you're novel. Playing- um, Fuckboy McGee, but I, I, I like it. Play it. The, it, the combat's fine, right? There's it's nothing fine. wrong with it. It's there. You've got your charge up attacks. You're fast. Your hards. It's got a blood like drain system that I didn't quite fully get to understand as well. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it seemed to just be a very Souls like basic thing, and I was a bit bummed that I didn't get anything really new or unique out of it because neo has things like the stance system that changes up combat right away things yeah and it's and and you go like this is more like ninja gaiden and all that stuff but even though like just because something has bonfires yeah doesn't mean that it's souls you know but but like these all have like unique things to them um um you know the purge has its like the, the entire fucking yeah, uh, the, 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 the setting is wildly different. Bloodborne the, as well. The, the way the combat plays out is different. Right, and so far, based on this demo alone, I was just not impressed because I was like, yeah, I've, I've seen and done this already. Or it's done very similar things to it. I'm hoping for that you guys would introduce your own flavor. And outside of anime flavoring, it doesn't seem like All there's right. gameplay. Koei Tecmo has taken their direction. It's now time for From Software to make their new mecha game that, that takes it... A new direction again. Yeah. On Miyazaki, do a thing at E3. Metal Wolf. Um, yes. Not the Purge, the Surge. Yeah, the Surge. <laughs> uh, anyway. That's a different thing. The Purge Surge sounds like a good cross battle. The Surge Purge is when you uh, piss out all that Surge you drank. Yeah. There you go. Nailed it. That was, that was not bad. Also, on, a, on an off topic, uh, there's I think there's officially, there's a lot of shit called code stuff yeah in the anime world it's easy animes love codes code code they like yes they code vein that. code realize what about code recode let's code recode <laughs> i made what? that up sure unlimited that sounds fate, real fate unlimited codes can we can we relax on the Because when I hear this, all, I'm like, oh, where are the codes at? And yeah. that's like Matt trying to get a fisticuffs ready. And it and it, <laughs> and it barely ever like has anything to do with the word code. So let's yeah, let's, yeah, let's chill just, out on the code. code. Means nothing now. It's like saying a word too too long now. Code Lyoko. Yeah. There's a word for code that. Code Lyoko is an anime. It's term called term. neural inhibition. The neuron associated with that word gets all fucked up if you say water a hundred exactly. times. You say woolly a hundred times. Loses all meaning, and he just fades away. Wooly, you're losing meaning to me as I say Wooly to you, Wooly. Mm, Morty. I don't like that. Yeah? I'm not a fan of that. 
can of losing meaning or causing things to lose meaning by overusing them. Um, I'm not a fan of my my name or myself losing meaning as we repeat it. Don't worry. The trick is that none of us have any meaning at all. There's some words that don't lose meaning though when What's you that? say them. Words like bluehost. <sighs> it's true. Sports for today's show comes from Bluehost, the top-rated website provider that powers over two that, million that, websites. Wait, since two thousand and five, I think I know the year now. Oh, you want to get down to that part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, since two thousand and five, they've, they've been the top recommended WordPress uh, host. That's amazing. They win every year. Yeah, yeah, it's pathetic that the other companies even try. they even even exist. Like, come on, guys, dude. Like it's it's why even try why even show up? You want to talk about code? Let's talk about website code, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a segue. Doing it, I I got there. But that's a segue of like people pushing a broken down car past a certain point. Yeah, don't get in that broken down car. Get in the Lamborghini that is Bluehost. Get in the McLaren F1 that is Bluehost. It go fast. It go super fast. And it has a super good uptime guarantee of 99.9% with automatic updates, really reliable maximum security, and malware monitoring and protection. Well, Wooly, what if I don't know how to drive fast Bluehost car? They've got 24-7 tech support, online resources, and expert services to tell you exactly how to go fast. Thank Mm. you. Thank you, tech support. Best tool to build, host, and manage your website. It's everything you're looking for. And if you sign up now at bluehost.com slash SBFcast... You save 50% off on your sign up. 50%. That's a good code. That's bluehost.com slash SBFcast. Thanks, Bluehost. Thank you, Bluehost. Thank you. Uh, we are also, also sponsored. No, that's too many now. Hold on. It's not enough. Hold on. <laughs> He's scroll. You know what's not enough? He's scroll. What's He's not scroll enough, Willie? Your average razor. I know. I mean, look what's what's going on over here. If you can't see me at home, maybe you can hear the rustle of the unkempt facial hair. Get the sound in there of the problem that needs addressing. Man, a chicken wing just fell out of it. Why? Okay, for real, though, the other day I did find some food in there. Yeah. It's just a little, like... Like a, like a did like you a, what what you, did you taste like it? Fondue yeah. pot. It was new. It was new food. <laughs> new food. Mm. Same as the old food. Yeah, that's not cool. So you don't want to do that. What you want to do is join Dollar Shave Club. Mm. I mean, you already know how much I talked about and love the razors. Yes, I do. But they offer so much more. They've got all kinds of grooming products for your hay, f- hair, face, skin, shower. Your hay, if you have it. If, all of it. They've got your whole bathroom covered, dude. Yeah, they do. Like, what's the point of dealing with the garbage at pharmacies and your local... Uh, hold on. I know this one. Barbershop. Dwayne Reed and CVS. Those oh, wow. are the good one. Good those one. are Dwayne the American chains. What That's about good. a Walgreens? Oh, yes. Yes. All these familiar places where they'll treat you like a criminal for trying to buy a razor. Dwayne Don't bother Reed with such it. A good poll. Fuck. Don't bother with it. Forget <laughs> about that stuff. Get Dollar Shave Club. They'll ship you what you need straight to your door. No hassle. No you muss, just, no fuss. You get your razors, your body cleanser, your hair gel, even butt wipes. They've got it all covered. I need some today. Everything's super high quality. How fast can I get those butt wipes? How fast do you need them? Every month By sound good enough? I need them I need them at the Before start. Before I stand up. Oh, podcast. man. They better get here. Well, look, there's only one way 
to get in on that action. Uh-huh. Shaving action, butt wipe ap- action, all of it. Yeah. If you especially want to get in on a, even travel-sized kits of Dr. Carver's shave butter. I was going to say, when are you going to mention the god's nectar that is Dr. Carver's shave butter? Travel-sized. You can take it on the go. Yeah. And preach. Evangelize the masses towards Dr. Carver's incredible product. Yeah. Join my cult. You can get their starter set for just five bucks. That's the shave butter, the body cleanser, the butt wipes, and a month of their best razor. After five that, bucks? I spent more than that on like canned beverages like this morning. It's crazy. And after that, replacement cartridges are just a few bucks a month, so don't miss out. Get your starter set for five bucks today exclusively at dollarshaveclub.com slash friendcast. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash friendcast. We have one more. How? Oh, my God. Very thankful that the sponsors this week include Loot Crate. Hey, Loot Crate, what up? You know about the deal already. If you don't, you're getting a con experience in a box. We went to New York Comic Con just now. It's, it's almost as if you open up Loot Crate and just, just the con just springs forth. Right? Without the smell. And the Dasani. Why even bother? <laughs> the whole trip to New York could have just been in a box. A really awesome Loot Crate. And here's the deal. I I bought some fucked up shit while I was there, so I'll be interested to know what what is this this month's uh, theme. This month's theme at Love Loot Crate is mythical, so it's got items from Marvel, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yes. and Stranger Mar- Things. I heard Marvel's Ghostbusters, and I'm like, hmm. There's a comma between those. There is, okay. So you're going to hear all the stories, whispers, and creatures... And things that you love... Peter Vankman. ...from outside the knowable reality that... That is our 616? <laughs> yeah. The upside down is like 615. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's how it works? That's, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah that's, that's, I like that. So get in on October's mythical collection. And, of course, one lucky subscriber gets the Mega Crate. Mega Crate. You got until... Uh, 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 October 19th at 9 p.m. Pacific to subscribe yeah. and get on this month's mythical crate. So head on over to lootcrate.com slash super. That's lootcrate.com slash super. Save three bucks on your new subscription today. Thank you, Loot Crate. Thank you, Loot Crate. Thanks. Um, we have one more. <sighs> Do we? No. <laughs> okay. No, no, that's it. No, we're good. I just, no, we... it'd, be, it'd be great. No. But Matt, do you want to introduce the magic of the Alamo Draft House? Um, I've been to IPIC, which is like you know the premium uh, uh, theater service where you have a man slave that shows up at your at your at your recliner and just gets you whatever you want. Yeah, whatever you want. Yeah, and I was like, that's pretty cool. And I've always heard about the Alamo Draft House in Texas and stuff. And I think Willie mentioned on uh, this Friday past, he's like, we could go see Blade Runner in the Alamo Draft House. Oh shit, that's true. I'm like, eh, I'm sure that's cool. I'm sure there's a certain mystique to it. But I thought that's all it was. Then one uh, Darlington informs me that, like, nah, it's the same thing as, like, one of those other... They it's bring where you food. It's, it's where it started. They, no, but I didn't know about the bringing you food. Yeah, and, like, everyone's... Everyone tells everyone to shut the fuck up. If you talk and you disrupt, someone can write a note and tattletale on you... And you will be asked once, like, hey, settle the fuck down. And if you're asked to, uh, an usher's asked to, like, see you again, they rip up your ticket. 
and kick you out. We've uh, we've talked about Amazing. premier theaters a little bit before, but and I've always wanted to go to one. The Alamo Draft House in Texas, I believe, is where it started, and then they uh, well they all went elsewhere. And IPIC is also like your second choice. The main thing is that it's not it's like it's it's definitely all about the ability to go. Hey, someone's on their phone. Someone's shining a light. Someone's being loud. Someone's being annoying. Throw them in the fire. Pit. Get them the fuck out. No refunds. Not right. Only and that, that Patrick. They play a video of Godzilla pulling out Hedorah's guts and says, "This is you if you wear <laughs> if you fucking take your cell phone out, and we will rip your guts out of your body." I love it, and Pat- it shows Godzilla just like, "Yeah, what up?" And then that's it. Pat, if you wanted to experience a film with the blessing to constantly and aggressively snitch, yes. The place for you is the Alamo Draft That's House. That's good. I like that. Who Always who, be snitching. Who cares about the movie? <laughs> <laughs> you just go on police alert. Yeah, man. So what they and but besides that, they had a couple other genius things. One, yeah. when you're ordering, there's a light under the little personal table you have that doesn't disturb anybody around you. But you that's where you put your menu to look at your menu. And you can see whatever's going on, yeah. right? Two, obviously people are running around and kind of like secretly doing things like ninjas the whole movie. Yeah. That's the one thing that's a little distracting is how much people are running around. Well, some people would be really low and I'd barely ever notice. And then some some servers were like kind of standing yeah. up and just doing the whole thing. But, Sounds like a job for short people. But for they children. But every row and aisle is spaced out such that there's a whole walkway between you and the next seat in front of you yeah so it's impossible to kick it's, a seat it, it's not a lot of seats and also you're not allowed in after a certain point they you don't let late, you in late they don't let you in furthermore how did you get in we weren't late oh i see furthermore when you get in you 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 get into the back of from the back of the where the couches are and you're on couches by the way mm-hmm. uh with two uh uh drink holders like a big armrest two. you everyone gets two drink holders because you have two big armrests and you get in from the back which means you don't have to pass in front of someone watching it's the worst you get to pass behind on the lower elevation so that the people above you don't get disturbed it's the worst super smart right even the way they built the theater is not meant is is meant to minimize disruption yeah uh, also, you, the other really cool feature, I'm not sure you remember, but uh, when we went to go see, yeah, Blade Runner 2049. So instead of playing some jackasses like, hey, it's time play, and now oh look, look at this bullshit, and now look I at this. I hate time play. It, all they play before the movie is stuff relevant to that movie, meaning they'll just be trivia that just says, did you know there's a Blade Runner game on the Commodore? Yes. And then they'll play straight up Funny or Die videos featuring Ryan Gosling. Because he's in the movie. And that's it. There's no ads to buy shit. It's just like that's brilliant. That's so much more thematically appropriate. And I really, really appreciated it, actually. Um, yeah. I, I feel like they no, they just they have it down. I really appreciate how you buy your ticket. And it says just walk in and go straight to your seat. Don't talk to anybody. There's no rip your ticket person, nothing like that. You, to get in. you get in and then they come in and they check it on. And then they pat, walk by. And the way they do the check spot is like a check spot in a comedy club where they go 40 minutes before the movie's over. They come in, put the tray down, leave. You put your card on it and you don't think about it. Come back and then when you get up at the sign end, it. sign and go. You know, like it was, super legit. It was weird to me because Leanna bought the tickets online and then I kept, we kept going like, when are we going to get the tickets checked? Yeah. And they never did. 
And I was like, whoa, that's cool. I actually felt like we were stealing. Didn't he? Well, the guy that came up to explain it the first time did check. Oh, then. But later in. The preamble to get inside, which is still weird to me. No, so I can't wait for us to have a, like, premiere theater experience up here because. We don't have one. I know, but I feel like I'd go all the time, especially because the price wasn't that crazy either. Yeah. I was expecting some ridiculous, like, $50 tickets or something. And it was like, nah, dude, the tickets are kind of normal. So, they're they're high for American prices, but to us, uh, they to, were low for us. Yeah, yeah, because to us in Canada, tickets are movie tickets are already twenty bucks. Yeah, like twenty two, depending on what format you see. Normal movie tickets, right? Yeah, yeah. So the, when they're like, yeah, twenty bucks, we're like, oh, cool, okay. Mm. So it's all about the food, then, I guess. Yeah, you know, and the food wasn't even that high. And I pick it's higher, but like it's a little more high end. Not to to throw shade on the Alamo Draft House, but it's like it's giant recliners and it's like a blanket. And like you mean the, the IPIC? IPIC, sorry, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, it's, it's the chairs. It's, it's at, more expensive. Yeah, the, but... the seats at the IPIC looked way fancier. That's yeah. what that much is, is certain. Uh, but just... This will also lead into my downfall because with all this food... Yeah, I don't know why, but I'm just like we well, saw this movie. You know why? You no, oh, wait, no, I don't because know because Crime I, Tina ordered up a bottle of wine, which I really wanted, and and uh, seen Blade Runner 2049, a three hour movie at 11:15 p.m. with a bottle of wine, bottle of red wine. Um, resulted in me falling asleep for a good ten minutes in the middle of of, of Blade Runner. Well, that's not what I expected. I both thought of it was them. like I had to go to the bathroom. You fuck guys. No, fuck. no. They both passed out, uh, unfortunately. And I remember because when we not were not to any fault of the movie. Well, partially because the soundtrack is so fucking soothing. It's some soothing, comfy, it, like shit. it literally. It's and there's so little dialogue yeah. and so little action. Jeez, Grandpa, you're falling asleep in theaters now um, after a whole bottle of wine. Yeah, I was. I was on the edge of my seat for a lot of it and I remember so you weren't falling asleep I was not I was wide awake and I remember there was a moment where I literally like edged of my seat like gasped like oh like this is doing stuff um, it, you know, I've been tweeting about it all weekend because I've I, seen it because I can't stop thinking about it mm-hmm. because I, I just really really enjoyed it and I went in with such low expectations because one of course Tons of modern classic, tons of modern sequels to old classics. Right now, unnecessary. Why? Why bother? Right. Total Recall came and went. Oh boy, did it. Um, RoboCop came and went. Sure did. Admittedly, was more entertaining than I expected. That one body horror scene is fantastic. There's one part in in RoboCop (laughs) that is super amazing. It's a nightmare, and it's strong on its own. Keaton is good in it. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. You. But for the most part, you know, modern remakes, whatever. Right. Um, but when you tell me this is directed by the director of Arrival, which was us also similarly very slow paced, zero action, yeah. and like very understated, I, the, I yeah, would not zero action. Into. There's action, but it's not over the top action. It's really no, it's, understated action. There's short action sequences, right? Also. Yeah, like I mean, there's a climactic battle, like not like like there's a fight scene of just like punches and chokes. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm gonna get you. That's, that's and that's, that's that's all you're doing. Yeah. There's no. We don't have to go fancy with it. We're just. Yeah. I'm just stopping you. It's a nice mundane action scene, and it's tense because you're it, like, fuck. And but it's, it's kind of reveling in its mundane. That's all it is. Unlike the ending of, say, Police Knot. Sure. Which sure. does not. 
Um, and, you know, it does all the things you'd expect that link it to the original. It's got the similar soundtrack. It's got the similar shots, the similar, like, setting that, like, you know, really, really takes its time to, like, show you the world, establishing shots. You see life happening. You see how the Blade Runner universe... There's, like, whole, minute, there's like whole sequences that are devoid of dialogue. Just trying to show you the world. And... Um. Yeah, it, it, and it does it really nicely because that's the strongest part of the original is the setting. Um. Now it's no secret that I'm not a huge fan of the original. I'm one of the people that didn't enjoy it outside of the really awesome setting and idea. I am very much in the same exact boat as you. Now I know I, I, that the director's cut apparently is better. I appreciate it, but I don't particularly. There you go. There, there isn't. There's the. There's the cut. There's a director's cut, then there's the final cut. Okay. Never so forget. Right. There's multiple cuts. And I know for a fact that a Ridley Scott movie cut the right way can, it, it, sa- it, it, can make or break. Change. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Because we always talk about Kingdom of Heaven. Yes. Like, absolutely. The difference movie. between a two and an eight. Yeah. Um, Out of five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but Blade Runner 2049, uh, which is what we're discussing here... Is I just loved it. I loved it, and I really think it's it's worth checking out. It's just not a, doing well in the box office, just as a point but it's of, also been for one weekend. Just so. as a point of curiosity, how, 2049 is what compared to the original? Uh, I, 30 years later. 30? 30 or tw- – yeah, 30 years. Okay. 30 so it's years. a couple decades. Now, uh, uh, yes, because the original is 2019. Um, the other thing was uh, I don't think you have to see the original to see the sequel. I, I can't see that. The original it's, doesn't it's, have no, a, a well, huge well, amount I, of... Because there, there's a character or two. No, 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 there's no, no, no. There's, where... there's callbacks. Make no mistake. There's callbacks in there. But... They're less I, effective callbacks don't if you think, haven't seen the first one. I, but yeah, you don't have to to enjoy it. You, you lose a bit of garnish... But it's not the way you reacted with Nier, for example. Yes. Right? It's, which is funny because on the surface, there are incredibly similar situations in which you know, they're about robots and shit. Um, what, but but I, I'm putting that out there because I, I do feel that's the case. I'm not saying don't do it. Mm-hmm. If you have the ability to go in oh, with more knowledge, means. do so. Mm-hmm. But if you're thinking about it from a point of view of like, I don't know, I'm lazy and I don't want to bother with the original yeah. or whatever the case is – there is enough in 2049 to be fully enjoyable without catching the callbacks because they, they, they like, you get up to date on things. For, for, they tell you what this is and who that is and what that was about. For for near like in particular, there's like a couple moments of like abject confusion and at least one like gut punch. Yeah. that you lose. Sure, you just lose. Yeah, here you get, like, again, you, you get to see, like, okay, cool, this is probably referencing something back then or whatnot. But anytime you go, like, oh, well, what was that about? The answer, you do get an answer to those moments. It's like a minute later. What you don't get answers to is, to, is like, the more interesting philosophical questions, you know? But um, Hey, what's the deal with replicants? Yeah, yeah. And I love... Are they people? Yeah, and I love how, like, it steamrolls past that whole... That's the, that thing and Do Android Dream of Electric Sheep, right? The basic introduction of human-like uh, behavior in robots, mm-hmm. you steamroll past that. You're like, dude, we're way beyond that bullshit. Get your Turing test out of here. Yeah. We're, go- we're going to, like, level four yeah. with these questions. We're go- you know what I mean? Like, we're, we're on a level where we've already accepted most of the, the, the idea that these things are basically life. Yeah. 
Now what? It's like that question's quaint. What about the 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 unfortunate realities of the extrapolation of that question? And yeah, and and, and in a and it really takes the time to uh, explore these themes, and I and I think it's it's like holy shit better than the original by well, such a huge margin. What's, what's interesting though is that you say you don't like the original. I'm kind of ambivalent. I've seen a good amount of people that I follow on Twitter say the exact opposite. They like the first yeah. one and they go this one completely misses the mark well, for me. it's it, divisive. It, it, it's, it, it, Blade it, Runner it is a divisive franchise. But I don't know why. It, it's like, going to be that way because they're different like I they hear are. that they are different types of movies. I mean, they're similar, but they're, it does ask different questions. One thing I'll say that, like, I kind of prefer in the original, uh, but this is more of an aesthetic choice. Is that I when I think of the original, close my eyes, it is dark and it's raining the entire time. It is, and I kind of miss that. There's a raining scene towards the later, but. I kind of feel 24-9 is like arid and dry and empty. So one of the things that is a cool like, oh, if you saw the original, good. you enjoy this, is yeah. all those nighttime establishing shots of, of the city when they're flying right. over, you get daytime versions, for Because it's easy to mask the size of a world when it's dark. Yeah. So it's... you get to see things like that. You go, oh, cool. That's similar to how that shot was. But that's yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's more for you there. Anyway, uh, Harrison Ford. Uh, <laughs> that, By the way, that's where I fell asleep. Yeah. After uh, he lurches in, I started. But but not but being uh, as Harrison Ford was using his sleep powers. On but you? I didn't yeah. like his performance in the original. I thought he was no, one of the weekends, yeah. and I think this is much better, much stronger. Um, like I liked Ryan Gosling in this more than I liked Harrison Ford in either role. You would and, like Ryan Gosling in anything more than Harrison Ford in anything because uh, Ryan Gosling is a big old amazing Jones. and lovely. Robin it, Wright is fantastic. To be fair, though, Ryan Gosling like. If you played sound bits uh, and I closed my eyes and you played them from Drive, this, Only God Forgives, I literally couldn't tell the difference. He sure. does play he likes the that. same He does thing. like that. Sound. And he does it well. It's just that he doesn't really have like you know much variation. Uh, I will say that uh, – is it Leto or Leto? Jared Leto. Uh, who cares? Leto. Joker. Jared – Jared Jared's his way into the movie. Oh, he's in there? And he's in there for like two scenes. He's not, he's not there for much, but Jared Jared's it. And did he go method for this one? <laughs> he I don't, probably did. What a jackass. He, uh, I, I, the thing is this. I haven't seen a ton of Jared Leto movies. Like, <sighs> Have you listened to a lot of his band? No. 30 Seconds to Mars? I'm, tr- I'm trying to think. Have I ever seen one? You probably have. You never bothered to see Suicide Squad. No, and I, know, and I didn't see um, the, the movie about uh, the guy who shot Lennon. Uh, there was a movie he was with in with Matthew McConaughey, but I doubt you saw that. He yeah, also, I don't. I might have. He was also in Alexander, the one nope, with Colin Farrell. Didn't do it. I oh, might have. Okay. I might have never seen one. Okay. I might have never seen. So one. all you know about him is that he was a massive jackass when filming Suicide Squad. Well, anyway, he's the only thing in this movie that you might you might go like, meh. All right, dude. You know, I don't. Know. I thought he was fine, but it was. But that's something. It's like, but it's like it's clearly like trying to do a thing. But it, it was not offensive. It was like, all right, you're attempting something here. And Batista showing up. Too. Yeah, Batista. And he was stuff. actually really, really good. And it's and for his short. It scene. didn't. But it didn't. It didn't break my immersion because I was like still. He able looked like to, shit. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it like no, it made him look like crap. But with with Jared, I was able to like. I was like. um... Like yeah, I was like I'm, I'm still in. I'm still in. I also really like the chick that played um, uh, his girlfriend, Ryan Gosling's girlfriend. Yes, I forget her name. I, I see yeah. her in something, but she's very cute. So, and without any spoilers whatsoever, I don't even want to hint at it. But like, there was a moment that like, oh boy, it 
It got you. It gets yeah, I, me. I know which part you mean. Because you want to talk, like when you're talking about AI and you're talking about robots and, and all replicants, that, all that, all that, all that, you're getting into uncanny valleys, all right? Yeah. But there's different kinds of uncanny valleys that you might not be aware of. Yeah. And so the one that you're thinking about right off the bat is visually that looks like a person, but yeah, so not, close that I'm it's uncomfortable. Thinking of that one. The others, other uncanny valleys that I've never been exposed to, that I've that I was exposed to for the first time in this, and I like my heart skipped a beat because I was like freaking out. Yeah, it's the future, man. Get in it. Right. It was just the most uh, like it was a really incredibly uncomfortable feeling, and the fact that I felt that unique feeling is part of what I liked so oh, much about course. this too. So I'm just you know I mean that's about it. Like tons of praise and glowing reviews from me. Uh, I really hope people go to see it because, yeah, uh, it, it's definitely modern audience poison because it's slow, it's meandering, it's subtle, it's not over the top. It's a good and, movie, and, and it and it's, it's two based hours off a cult thing that never made a lot of money, right? And it's two hours <laughs> it and forty five fucking minutes long. <laughs> this is audience kryptonite. This uh. is twenty seventeen audience kryptonite. Make no mistakes about it. Fury Road. Is what was big and huge because it was a big explosive fun movie that people love nowadays. And it, it like, and even then, it was too slow for some people. Sure, but like, in addition to being like a a cool like addition to the Mad Max world, it was like full of all the things people love: high octane, you know, and the and the fact that there's few words and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, you know and, and whatnot was just like, who cares? Look at that big explosion, mm-hmm. and this is not that. But this is there's not a lot of dialogue and also nothing's happening. How many uh, how many shooting gunfights, big explosion car chases are there? A handful. Oh, I'd say less than that. I'd say like two. Is the biggest gunfight in that smaller than the big gunfight? There are more. It's not. There are more tense conversations than tense gunfights. Yeah. Yeah. Tense conversations are the real battles. Yeah, lots of dudes staring at each other, going. Lots of that. Yeah. Lots of thinking about or 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 robot emotions. Oh man, what do you do with those? You ignore them because they're Throw not real the and they dumpster. don't matter. You're gonna like this movie. <laughs> You're gonna like this movie so much. Uh, so yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, I guess there's like we can talk about bread and butter. <laughs> bread and butter. It's a nice place in New York to eat. Go eat it. Yeah, bread and bread and butter is like a deli slash restaurant slash buffet, and it was just like if you are literally hungry for anything, they'll have it. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there was multiple locations, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I mean, beyond that, whatever. I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. I picked up a Kshatriya. I picked up a SNES Mini. I picked up uh, Mabel's and a Splatoon art book, and I had a good time. Thanks, New York. I got. Uh, Thank you, Brooklyn. Thank you, Brooklyn. Brooklyn, Brooklyn. You Brooklyn, have to yell Brooklyn, Brooklyn, right? That's the rule. <laughs> Where Brooklyn at? Yeah. I thank you to the pizza place Roberta's for not letting us in because it had an hour and a half wait to get in because it's supposedly the best pizza in the city. Really good time with everyone, though, at the Yeah, meetup. I know. The fan meetup was um, like, Brooklyn Barcade was real legit. We packed it out. We, we really thought we'd have space and a ton of people came. But then we realized, oh, yeah, it's because we've never really done New York. New York, yeah. So that fine. makes sense. Um, everyone was super chill. And yeah, we you know we had time to to have a little chat with everybody and do our thing. Played a couple games, good times. I'm so tired. Thank you. 
You were. You were really ba- – Baby Boy was tuckered out by the end. Because the problem is that during a fan meetup, you don't – you're not really walking around the con for hours and you're like your feet are killing you. And then I'm like, guess what? You're going to have to stay like stay standing for three hours and not sit down. And then we, we take out the – it's the joke that we made at Evo where we were so tired doing the line because we were standing up for three hours after Max's panel – and then we're like, can we just sit down in these chairs? I'm like, no, I don't like that visual because that's just like – I just picture someone who's really excited wanting to get an autograph or whatever just to say hi. And they're coming up to you and me like we're just two Marlon Brando's going – Come over her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's what they think. want, oh, man. I don't want to give that to them, though. Because uh, oh. I, I would be disappointed if I went up to Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. He was just like, oh, come well, on. He's old. Yeah, but he probably stands up more than I do. Yeah, probably. You need yeah. a little podium for your gut. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, you're super right. Yeah. No, we're, so we're lazy. Couldn't do it. Our so. whole lives are lazy. I did appreciate, though, the soundtrack changing from Capital City. In yeah. Manhattan, over to Jay Z. Oh, then over to Metallica. It was nice. Uh, how was your week, Pat? Uh, I played a bunch of Cuphead. I mean, that 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 said itself. Nothing new. Uh, one thing to add about Mad Max, I got a lot farther in it. Boy, the voice list on that game is low. Like they Sorry? repeat their voice actors repeat. Oh, Yuri Lowenthal yeah. and Liam O'Brien play like yeah, everybody, almost everyone in the entire. Well, game. that's the one. Remember, it's <laughs> Warner Brothers, so the Warner Brothers wheelhouse is literally like Liam O'Brien for everything. It's Ooh. it's really nuts, and like they go out, they go out of their way to have certain character, certain important characters not talk to each other. So that you don't have uh, a fucking uh, Yuri Lowenthal talking to himself. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Yuri Lowenthal plays the first big uh, uh, stronghold yeah, leader boss. that you greet. And he also plays the primary antagonist. Mm-hmm. And those two characters just somehow never interact because he's playing the same exact voice for both. You know, it's really confusing. There's like this big boss guy. And when you get his profile, whatever, he says, it, it says he's the brother or the uh, cousin of. Um, Morton Joe. No, of of Morton Joe's. Well, I guess it would be since it was his father, but of like the big guy that's in Fury Road. Yeah. Like I always forget his name, but like they're his first related. Son. Yeah. The the yeah the Nathan Jones, the actor, but like the big huge like Australian dude or whatever he's from. He's also in like The Protector and all mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, okay, so when does this take place? Before it takes or after place before. Fury Road? It takes place immediately before. Immediately before. Because okay. uh, the final like the final look. The final, like, customizable look that you yeah. get for Max is exactly how he looks in the first 10 is minutes the of the long Fury hair Road. and the, like, and dread, the goggles like, stuff. and the bandana all okay, that shit. Okay, okay, I wasn't sure. Uh, how long it. does it no. take you? It, I'm, it's really long. Okay. You know what really pissed me off is, like, how long it took to unlock the jacket with the shoulder pad. It takes uh, it so takes, long. Uh, like, it takes, like, 10 hours. You remember that. Yeah, but it's what you, you want. You get it for the video. You want, because it's the fucking look, yeah. you know? And, and it's not the final look. In fact, the final look that has the most, like, benefits to your character yeah. is like yeah. a flak jacket kind but of But the thing. single shoulder pad is what fucking Kenshiro ripped yeah. off. So yeah. that's what you want. Uh did that, played Cuphead, Cuphead's great. Uh as for new games, no nothing much. The only thing I did of interest is uh I took uh the lovely lady up to Mount Royal. Uh kind of because you suggested because you mentioned it a little while ago, Wooly. Tams or up or the lookout? Up, up. The lookout. Yeah, all the way to the top and all the way across. Um and two things to note about uh taking a lady up to Mount Royal. One Boy, the base of that mountain reeks of weed. Whoa. Just an ever-present cloud. Yeah. And ten steps into the process, a, a big guy walked up and said, Hey, you guys need weed? No. We're good. 
And the other thing is that, boy, climbing a mountain with your SO is a lot more romantic if you're not an out-of-shape piece of shit. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, so you, you climbed it? Oh, yeah. From the base up? Yeah. So you did the pathway? Yeah. Okay, what time was it? It was uh, 3.30. Okay, okay. Because around... F- Six thirty, mm-hmm. when the sun starts to go down. I've talked about it a couple of times, but that's when the random battles start occurring. Oh, the random battles! Yeah, because that pathway then becomes where the hobos live at night. Because the the sun, and the barrels are the, burning, the and sun, you can see the XP. <laughs> the, the, uh, the during the trip, the sun was like starting to go down, and by mm-hmm. the time we left, like to go downtown to get dinner, then the sun had finally gone down. Yeah. So we we dodged because you're covered battles. in treetops, so it's pitch black. So yeah. you better have your knife out. Fantastic. Nice little day. That's pretty much it. There you go. Uh, didn't see any raccoons. Weirdly any, enough, you any, mentioned that they were attacking everyone everywhere. Beavers? Beaver Lake? Uh, yes. Even took some photos of Beaver Lake. No raccoons. Didn't see the raccoons. Nope. Damn. What we did see was something. But you were there at daytime. Yes. Raccoons. Oh, maybe that. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's that. why. We did see something that warmed my heart, which was uh, what appeared to be a 99-year-old man, some ancient old man, being pushed along by his family with a giant, like a full loaf of fucking bread. Just grumpily, like like he hated it, throwing full like slices of bread at seagulls angrily, like like underhand, yeah, but like just and the seagulls then causing a massive problem for everyone else there. Yeah, <laughs> those people are jerks. I love it. I love seeing those people and his family's jerks. all like it's like the whole family, like the like his kids or you know and the grand like yeah, well, and he's. Just, if you live by the docks, I want to be that guy. If you live by the docks, go nuts, have fun. But if you're doing this in, in the middle of fucking the park and or right next, next to Beaver Lake. or next to the house where people live, you're being an asshole. Stop sprinkling fucking bread so that the stoop doesn't fill I don't think you're supposed to shit. give birds bread anymore. I think it's like a banned thing. I don't know, but it's super annoying. Like they can't actually digest it and they explode later. Like just because you Maybe like, that's why he's doing it. Maybe. Like, like uh, you know, it's like like there's there was one the one person in my old building that would walk out front and just throw seeds right at out on the door. front at the right at the door basically. It was four steps from the door, and just like fucking cr- and crowd here, and rats. shit and and piss and fucking do all that you know. Awesome. And it was just like just because of your stupid bullshit, we all have to suffer. Yeah. And if you weren't here, we wouldn't be dealing with it. Hey, let me ask you guys. You guys ever been in a tall place with your lady person and you look over a cliff and you're like, man, it's just. There's no insurance money, Pat. <laughs> there's no you're you're not married. There's no common law. There's nothing to gain. Yeah, but no. OK, no, me either. OK. All right. OK. Moving on. Yep. How about that news? Was there any news? I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of news. Oh, I don't was think there? there was any news. Zero. There's a couple news. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple news. What's the news? Uh, we can talk about <laughs> unruly heroes. Oh yeah, that's that's news I sent you. I mean, I was looking at you because you had news that you sent me. I know, me. I wanted to figure out, see what you do, oh. see how you react. Oh, put me put me under the microphone. 
You're I'm literally already under, under the a microphone, microphone every day almost. Yeah, under the microscope. Um, Unruly Heroes. Did we miss this? Uh, I said to you, did we miss this? Because it seems like something we would not miss. Well, this announcement was made in June. Yeah. So I guess we did. But okay, Have you seen this? I have not. Um, it's, it's, it is a four-player Journey to the West adventure game. Co-op action game made by, as I'm sure you can tell, Ori former people. members of Rayman Origins oh, team. You're looking and at it has that. in-depth I combat. Thought it was, okay, so I thought it was Ori until I saw the stretching on the big guy. And then, yes, no, that's clearly UbiArt. Is it UbiArt? Well, it's it's a similar engine. Because I don't know if this is not, this this is not, is Ubisoft, not Ubisoft game. Ubisoft. So it's I don't know if it would be yeah. on the UbiArt. I don't care. Engine. I want it. Yeah. And it zooms out so far that you can't even appreciate how nice the art is. But well, does it zoom out? One player. Does it zoom in? I it think does. when you're two players, it zooms it in. It does. And there's like moments where it gets four. way closer. But so much of this game is so pretty and so zoomed out that you're like, fuck, I want to see it closer all the time. Are we in a 2D renaissance? Sort Easily. of, maybe. Easily. Especially how, because 2D is more affordable to make a lot of the time with uh, if you're doing like a smaller game. It's it's expensive as fuck if you're doing a full on crazy indie blowout, uh, not a non indie blowout like a triple A blowout. Well, that rather. shit. It's oh, a giant that's cool. Boss. You should be able to skip it. Oh man, who would not want to skip that? So, <laughs> uh, uh, blah. I can't wait to not fight that. I, I jumbled out a thought because I was yeah. watching the video. But what I'm trying to say is, um, things like fighting games become too expensive to make if they're not 3D these days. Right, but. Things that are 2D and small little Steam games are absolutely creating a 2D renaissance. But that looked like more expensive than any 2D fighting game. Like, that's what's weird to me. That boss It did, but, the, but, I, but this is sort of like a... It's totally an indie game. Yeah, no, I know, I know. By indie studio Magic Design, and this game is called Unruly Heroes. The name is not great, to be fair. There's several games Kenny likes that are it. like... Z Heroes. Uh, I think there's like last. Oh yeah, I heroes. bet Kenny does like it. Yeah. So unruly heroes. I I just it's kind of. I can see the name, name of the stream now. It's uh, it's coming out 2018. Start of 2018 even because that looks that looked pretty um like like advanced. Hey, for off, something we never heard of. Off before. topic. Which do you guys prefer, Cuphead or Mugman? Mugman. Mugman. Cuphead. All right. Because Cuphead's the asshole. But- Mugman is right. Okay. Yeah, yeah Mugman was <laughs> right. Mugman is correct. So here's the deal that, about Mugman that freaks me out. He drinks himself. Oh, oh yeah. yeah well. In the beginning of the stage, mm. he fucking takes, takes his... his the, and he... <laughs> well, I mean, I don't... I think, like, they're just the receptacle. They're not the fluid. The fluid is not them. I yeah, don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah, I think they're just the receptacle. That's what I say. Of what? Of, of whatever of... liquid they want to partake in. Water, tea... Coffee, soda? Coffee, syrup. It's their brains, man. Um, I think it's empty. They're senient cups with bodies. Yeah, they're dumb cartoons. The fluid that you add to the cup is variable. Like, it's not that much different than drinking water out of your, like, the palms of your hand, really. Yeah, I guess. If you, okay. Oh, you know what? Yeah. Is the, is the, like, there's a problem. If you had a sick do is that the, it was just a cup shape. Is the straw not part of their body? I, that, I don't know about <laughs> that. You can't say for sure. That's a little... I'm inclined... It's hard to say because you, on the one hand, you're like, well, maybe it's fashion because their pants are a certain color. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Red and, bl- and blue. But then their noses are also their colors, so you don't know for sure. Yes, yeah. We it's can't... A, we, I don't want to make a ruling on the straw. It's that middle mushy gray area. Yeah. Um, but Mugman was right, and Cuphead was the asshole, for sure. Oh yeah, I'm gonna do it. Fuck you, Cuphead. 
So anyway. Why would you think you could beat the devil in his own casino? <laughs> How fucking stupid. Well, he could. Be? Well, I mean, he was doing great up until then. But yeah, but not with the house yeah, and then against you. Well, Matt, it's called addiction, and, then, and, and it's then a serious and problem. Then you know what? That's fine. Then their grandpa's solution is: Hey, guess what? You can get out of your debts by killing the devil. I was, I dude, when the grandpa was like, <laughs> I found a way, and I'm like, please say, just kill him. Please say just kill me. He's like, you could just kill that asshole. You're getting powerful. And I was like, you're getting so strong. You just murder the devil. Matt, what has never stopped sneaking? The never stopped sneaking is the new Metal Gear Solid parody game that's 3D overhead and made by the one-man team that made Dust Elysian Is Tale. he doing it by himself again? Yes. This is the sensical follow-up to Dust. Yeah. yeah when said, you see Dust, you think of Metal Gear Solid. He so said he we, wanted to do something completely we different. We can't hear it, but there is a Snake Eater parody song in this trailer. Yeah, there is. And, uh, and Vice President Helicopter. Way to... Who is a helicopter. Completely Avert. and utterly nail the style of MGS1. Yeah, the, the game's a little more overhead. Than it, MGS. Yeah, it zooms out a bit further. And, it, and, and the thing is, is that like in... In that zoom out and with those like bullet cues and lighting trails, it becomes a little bit more Xbox Live arcade. Yes, it does. Yeah. And I'm not a fan of the Xbox Live arcadiness. But in, whenever it zooms in, it's exactly what you want. It's it's a little bit of like the the my a little bit of my issue with uh, Fury as well, where it just it looks like those games from you know that uh, uh, Wolf of the Battlefield and and uh, um, the other uh, fucking right. At the end Capcom of the day, it is made by one guy. It is. And, I, you know, it's cool that they're making fun of Metal Gear. That looks funny. Um, I hope the gameplay uh, is good, too. Yeah, but. it looks cool. Like, out of nowhere. Just like it's coming out bet- like before the end of I, the year. I would really like it if uh, this guy's name is Dean, I guess. No, I think that's just oh, whatever. I would really like it if this guy learned how to have other people on his team so he doesn't work himself to death. Yeah, maybe. Um, Yeah. Because I really like the name. Never Stop Sneaking is pretty strong. Yeah. Good strong. NNSS. So. It was bound to happen. I what I do and what I also want to see is more parodies of early PS1 and 64 games. There there is like Dusk is one and there is but like that's the thing that I'm glad this is like at least when you, when it comes to gameplay, I'm glad it's a bit different than MGS because when you just rely on being a parody, sometimes it's like that's it all is. you are. And, and and when you're doing 3D, you're it's a big commitment. Yeah, it is. It is. So maybe you don't want to put all your eggs in the one nostalgia basket or whatever. Um, and uh, yeah, there was a couple of announcements. Uh, there was of course the news that one Capcom senior product manager, Matt Dahlgren. Is leaving Capcom after a decade. Oh man, he's the guy that was always uh, seen on the Cross Assault uh, hosting, and he was at live at, at Evo and stuff. Very nice guy. Um, doesn't seem to have a, a huge sense of humor for dumb antics with Street Fighter. <laughs> maybe, maybe his 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 humor <laughs> level of like he takes his games very very serious. seriously. Wait a second, Matt Dahlgren. Matt. And, uh, oh yeah, okay, <coughs> all right. Also, and um, Pat, you'll see that one of the marketing I campaigns. That name. Yeah. One of the marketing campaigns he spearheaded was for Resident Evil Five, and I'm very, very curious. They're like, are you the guy that was like, you know what? Big fucking gold chain around of your Africa. neck with Africa. Yeah, Africa. That's what the kids like. You know, I think he's the kind of guy that looks at the Street Fighter brand and says, 
these are heroes that fight for something. They have a certain amount of dignity. Right. Yeah. And they're not heroes that fight, fight for, for nothing. nothing. They don't. No. no. Why would they do such a thing? That's silly. <laughs> That's they a silly have, thing for them to they do. They all have a purpose, and it's very clear, straightforward, with no antics so or I, I don't know about this, this concept of fighting for nothing. nothing. That's silly to me. But anyway, best of luck, Matt, <laughs> in whatever you pursue. Well, uh, it was to my surprise. Uh, this was—I uh, didn't know this—but Matt Dahlgren, who I'd been hearing about yeah, from, yeah, for years, is apparently the guy that basically created the California Smash scene. He was known as Matt Deasy. Uh, he was uh, a, a TO that was like he coined a lot of terms and did a whole bunch of like work and outreach. Um, Early on in 2002, uh, on the Smashboard, that would explain yeah. why he's such. So and so he's so into the tournament scene, humorless. and that would explain why so much of Capcom's focus became about tournament life. Yeah. In addition to picking up uh, Combo Fiend, uh, Matt Dahlgren was all he, he started in that life and came from it. So I get it now. God bless. That Wikipedia article called him Matt Deasy. Yep, that was his Smash name. Okay. Yep. Smash names getting cooler That's a every year. Fine, fine name. Um, That's like what you called Ed Boone and John Tobias in a Fighterpedia episode. Ed Beasy. Ed Beasy and John Tubbs. Johnny Tubbs. Johnny Tubbs and Ed Beasy. <laughs> Johnny good. Tubbs is great. So, uh, uh, they're, the, uh, Capcom, they also they were at the Comic Con and they had their announcements. One of them was Street Fighter V Arcade Edition. I. Okay, so. I have a Discord with people from uh, uh, 14, right? Uh, hang out, friends. Like, I had to explain this to someone immediately after its announcement because, like, of, Every- of the way Capcom has, you know, done business in the yeah, last Yeah, yeah, No, no, no. The, 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 for everyone, uh, immediately is panic, right? Like, I, I like, oh, great. Because I'm, I'm going to wait for really? the next one where I get all the shit for free. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I went, you do. Yeah, you yeah, do. Yeah. God damn it. And, and I mean, I mean, to be fair, like... They're, it's weird because on the one hand, like they could message it louder, but at the, on the other hand, it is a everywhere that announces it imme- also immediately says this is a free update because if you it's already been a the long game. time confusing right. with but, this. And like their statement about because like the moment they announced it, like the statement where they had the thing saying once you buy Street Fighter Five, you'll never have to do deal, deal with other versions of the game, mm-hmm. or you won't have to buy other versions of the game. Yeah. Is what they said. Uh, you immediately grab that and go, what the fuck. Guys, and it's like no, no, no. So every once in a while, a disc will compile things. I wonder how this is going to work in digital download because, like, I might just buy this on Steam to replace my old one if that's available. Well, here's what's going to happen, uh, and here's what's weird is that this is so Street Fighter Five uh, Arcade Edition. Excuse me, is a free update. So if you have the original, you just download it and you get all the shit that it gets. Um, if you buy it on a disc, uh, then you have it all of the disc. Except the characters are still codes. Mm-hmm. And so the disc will come with codes for the yeah. characters. And I guess that's to so keep it, track. If you currently have SF5, like you'll get all the functional updates and the new V-triggers and all that stuff. Yeah. But the new char- the, the characters you still and, buy. Yes. And including... But, but they're free. But they're they're they're, they're you just the characters them. are free when you buy the disc. No, no, I'm just talking if you already own SF5. Yes, yes, yes. You will still have you to get all buy those the exactly. And it, and it has the long-awaited arcade mode, which it seems like they are it seems, super 
super overcompensating. Yeah, but it's still really cool. It's crazy how much they're overcompensating for the lack of an arcade mode. It's too late. It had to have shipped with this. I'm yeah. just describing what's I cool know, about it. I know, but it's, it's <laughs> frustrating because if they had shipped with this, that would have been, been great. Big. If they had shipped with this, there would be, be a lot less troubles. But here's what the arcade mode is. It's like any, it's like un, unlike any we've seen before. You, first off, choose your path, whether you want that to be Street Fighter 1, 2, 3, 4, or 5. Yep. And you fight the characters associated with or that. Alpha. No, it's the Alpha. In alpha, there. you're right. You're right. Or Zero. And uh, then, like, you go down that path of, of enemies and fight them, and then at the end, you get a unique ending for that mode, for that character. And thank God they're not having Bengus. Yeah, they appear out to his be. Garbage they appear artwork. to be in-game cutscenes. They're, no, they're but using Udon to do the ending. Bengus, Bengus is a good artist as long as he, he has an, time. He was an incredible artist as long yeah. as he has time. Um, but so what's happening here is there's over 100 endings in total. It's, Here's it's, your arcade mode, guys. It's, it's, because yeah, they're oh, they're fucking doing it. They're so sorry. They would have been better served by shitting out an average arcade mode within a two weeks of launch, I think. But also, like, for people that are all really, like, hate the fact there's no arcade mode, it's better to overcompensate than under. I in suppose. This case. Especially if they're, this is a, the attempt at a relaunch. And Arcade yeah. Edition is a fantastic name for this yeah. type of course. I, I, I was confused because there is no actual arcade edition. It's just saying arcade because there have yes, there's no mode. cabinet. Why it's that we confusing know is because Street Fighter Four had the AE arcade edition, which meant which the cabinet there was, was coming out. Yes, so. exactly. Um, yeah, and I mean, like, hey, KOF twelve fucking you know didn't have their arcade mode and made made you deal with survival, and Did that not. was stupid. Yeah. So um, yeah, good, good on them. That's cool. V triggers and such. We'll wait to see what that is. And what looks cool already is some of the stuff we're seeing from the screenshots include. Uh, Nadeshko being temporarily playable by Armika as her new V-Trigger, and she's got a chair shot. Uh, we don't know exactly what, what yeah, the details, details are. Yeah, all this stuff. But, like, I... And, like, Ryu's, Ryu's is, like, this giant punch that he punches Nikali it, with it, in the story Is it confirmed to be that? I, I because people it. are speculating that's I, I, what it I is. I just watched the Vesper Arcade video where he's like, I'm pretty sure it's... Everyone is this. speculating that's what it is, and the kanji translates on the select screen into unmovable force. Yeah. So it it could be the Nikali killing punch, but we don't know. Um, but yeah, that's cool, man. That's dope. So that's that's what they're up to. Uh, also, there is um, hints at a new system in Dragon Ball Fighters. I would say it's more than hints. There's a new system. We just don't know what the fuck it is. We have an idea, but we don't know where it's going to go from here. So in Dragon Ball Fighters, there's a new build with uh, Yamcha Tien. Unfortunately, this build wasn't it. This was not the build at Comic-Con, exactly. So that's why I didn't really go line up to play. Um, But what we see is at the bottom of the screen, if if you take a look, you'll be able to see that there's now seven Dragon Balls that are, like, kind of showing up. And you can basically, um, when you do a combo, depending on whether it's 10, 20... 30, 40, 50, or 60, or 70 hits, you'll get a one-star through seven-star Dragon Ball. Mm-hmm. Whoever does it, like, it appears it's shared for both, right? And it, what it seems like is when you... Uh, whoever gets to all the last seventh one gets a wish, and we don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> but... What do people primarily do with Dragon Balls when they collect them all? People think it's going to revive a dead character. So... Which... 
I think is fine thematically. <laughs> it, uh, I mean, yeah, it I seems weird. like a somewhat random system. Yeah, a bit, because you're going to aim to do a short dropped combo, you know? like In a game that's a hyper game, too, where like like things just do tons of hits. Honestly, I don't... like. This is a system that I imagine you don't pay much attention to until you're down to your last character and you're at a disadvantage and there's more characters on the other... That's the only time yeah. where I'd like, be like, oh shit, because trying to make certain numbers of combos before after like a certain you can't like you can't strange. make that precise i mean you can make it precise but you it's could, tricky because it beams are just like yeah, it's a marvel like game hits. So, all right i want it to be you can either cash in and for a revive an instant kill but there's also one in hundred one hundred chance of getting panties of oolong jumping in and being like panties yeah. and fucking your shit up yeah. <laughs> uh um laugh. You mean? No, I mean Oolong. Yeah, okay. Oolong, Oolong. Yeah, you're right. Actually. You're right. You're right. Uh, I I would like. I, I want to find out more. I hope it's not something game breaking or ridiculous. I hope it is. I don't know the the activation. It's been good so far. The activation requirements seem so obscure that like yeah, I can't even if it is game breaking. Like God, I can't see. Isn't it similar deal. to the fucking weird systems in Fist of the North It Star. sure is. Yeah. But those are still like those are bullshit. But they're based on your work. You know? Yeah, not a shared thing. It's not a shared so. thing. Exactly. I'm not sure about the sharing thing. I almost feel like they're sharing it because there's not enough, like, screen real estate. Oh, don't for, worry. For, well, our no, system works well, always I, knows how to squeeze out more screen real estate yeah, for bars. Yeah, that's true. I mean, like, the, the you know, again, the, the uniest and unial void system is shared as well. So, uh, um, There's a game that is uh, coming out called Wishmere. And this is interesting. I see this. Uh, yeah, actually, uh, the creator was, is, I think, is a fan. Uh, it's pretty cool. Got in touch, but uh, this popped up on on the news as well. This seems to be basically a. Um, it almost reminds me of like the new Double Dragon games, where uh, there's like really extensive combos and juggling going on in this uh, beat 'em up slash fighting game, and it kind of like shows you like. Uh, uh, some cool juggles, some cool stuff you can do. Kind of stylish. Um, kind of reminds me a bit of um, Pocket Rumble. A little, little bit. bit of that too. Just because the, the the sprite animation, or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Wishmere is a strange name. Yeah, and then there's a time slowdown ability as well. That's a bit like uh, the Guilty Gear. Um, what you call it? When you when you YRC and time slows down, and then you can do like some more impressive combos and stuff like that. Mm. So. Uh yeah, that's something that's popping up and is now available on Steam. Oh, it's just out. So okay, there's that. I'll check it out. Um, uh, Arms comic coming. Arms. A lot of people are like, "Oh, Nintendo will cancel this." Don't worry. I'm like, no. A mysterious force. It's an official licensed thing that an Udon artist is doing. Most surprising is not that it's it's not a manga. It's it's a like it's a comic. It's a comic, and um, it's being put out by uh, 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 who was it? 
an arms, uh, no, sorry, an arms, uh, an Udon artist was drawing it, but I'm not sure if it's actually being put out by Udon. If anything, okay. it's, I, I'm sure it's, but it's Dark Horse. Yeah, but it's, but it's a Western yeah, it's thing. Horse, it's yeah. a Western thing with Dark Horse, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, not at all. That's the, fucking weird. Not at all what you'd expect. Because Dark Horse or, like, Shonen Manga usually publish, like, the mangas that already exist, but this is, like, being created just for that. Like, look, look, that art's actually really sick. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. That's pretty good. I'm very surprised to hear that it's a, an American comic, but. That's what's going down. Expand upon the world that begs for no explanation. I woke up with these arms, but how? Mysterious forces. <laughs> don't question them. And speaking of not having your arms, we talked about it a little bit at Evo, uh, at the EvoCast. But yeah, it was rough. Guts is now uh, uh, available as a demo. And it's it's this fighting game where it's basically the spiritual su- successor to, to Time Killers. Time Killers. <laughs> Are you serious? Uh, yeah. yeah, so I, I yeah, I played this a bit at Evo and I thought it was pretty good fun actually. I, I don't even think it's out now. I think it's out the like demo's a week out now. Or two. Oh yeah, okay. Um and what ends up happening is you fight and there's blades and bullshit all around the stage. And when you hit people off the walls or just attack them, their limbs oh, fly off. Yeah, and then you can flop around with whatever limbs you've got. But like I said before when I talked about this game, if you have enough meter, you can go over to your limb and reattach it. Therein uh, lies the game. So wow, that's guts. This looks like something. Sure, it looks like fodder for us to play. Sure does. <laughs> yeah, guts. You mean gatsu? Oh. No gats. There you go. Ugh. All right. There's a hawk. Also, thank you, Nintendo, for letting Amiibo unlockables in Mario Odyssey be obtainable without Amiibos. There you go. It's it's called game journalism. They probably. learn. They learn. That's uh, you see that fake I screenshot sure of Mario Odyssey. Did. I did. It's great. Let's take some emails. And this cuphead kerfuffle is an easy way to make a lot of people look fucking stupid. Isn't it sure is. I'm glad someone was here to do it. Hey, if you got an email about this one time you look stupid, yeah, send it to superbestfriendcast at gmail And we, the most qualified paragons of quality gameplay. That never look stupid. Actually, no. We, the paragons of knowing what it's like to look stupid in front of a big crowd, mm. will read your email and go, that's a shitty email, and then go to a better one. <laughs> like this. Hey, uncomfortable hypothetical about space colonies and incest. Got it. This is this is applicable to the channel, Matt. It's very important. I'm sure it is. All right. Nolan Gams says, Dear rapidly aging ground beef boys. <laughs> what? With a Z. Right. Suppose you have a family yep. with a son and a daughter that's aboard a spacefaring vessel. That's right. It's escaping a dying earth. Sure. Doctor comes up to you and says, Inbreeding is going to be a problem for us down the line. Yep. If you give your kids the serum while they're adolescent, they'll grow up genetically different enough to have kids without any problems. Mm-hmm. You don't have to do it, but eventually other generations will. Do you give your kids the serum? Yes. Well, this serum sounds like it just solves all the problems. Yeah, what's the issue here? Yeah. Do you let your kids mambo? Every person I've posted this hypothetical shrinks away with disgust. Oh, I mean, that's gross. Yeah, but... I mean... Sounds like a problem solver. Does it make the situation not weird? Yeah, n- I guess. N- well, the no. weirdness of the situation. Nolan, if the if the uh, if the if the um, I mean, it's still weird. But if the uh, alternative is just sit and die, yeah, yeah. then I well, think I everyone because I mean, for like, would probably take your, it. 
Once you're far enough past first cousin, after that, it's like genetically different, oh, so it's not working. And we know for a fact that multiple cultures where being like super creepy incesty is not a super. It's, not, a, that a it's not that big of a deal, yeah, means that man. people societally can get over it. No, the, the issue actually is would you rather your kids like maybe have sex with a cousin? To further the human race, would you rather not give the serum and everyone just kind of sit around and live out their lives and no one procreate? Man, is that what the, no, what the no, it's is? It, it's it's like because it's like it's not necessarily going to be your kids, right? No, no, but like Earth population's low, so it's going to be like. Nah. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's like it's just a safeguard against birth defects. It's all it really is. Uh, and it's like it's still going to be weird if your kids grew up in the same household, right? That's actually going to stop it. Unless, and all the program, yeah, the, the natural your kids programming, are actual like freak ass deviants, the natural programming that makes you super grossed out by your siblings. Yeah. The question there. didn't really state how many people would be born. But I mean, shit. like again, like but if it's, it's but like, if it's a life or death situation, then call me Wooly. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't see a problem with this kind of serum in non life or death situations. Just let people do whatever they want, man. Just I don't want to look at it. That's going to be weird. Like, do it over there, kids. Just go have your yeah. babies over there. And don't hold hands go in front of dad. Go into that dewy corner weird. of the Dad ship. comes from the old society in which that resulted in All right, moving defects. on. Uh, yeah, please. Ben says, hey, guys, uh, wanted to say thanks for the hemophilia shout-out. And uh, the, the... Because I love it when hemophilia gets a shout-out in media. Cause he, what? He has it. Oh, that would explain that. And, um... Skipping past a lot of the first part here, talking about that to get to the question, which is, um, uh, I love the I love the when it pops up in game when it popped up in your Game of Thrones machinima and when it gets dropped in stuff like The Simpsons and Elder Scrolls Four. What rare or unknown quirks? They don't have to be medical things. Do you have or know about, and you love seeing pop up in shows and or other games? I like uh, Cheers from Crime Island with my health bar set at fifty percent. Ben. My favorite is uh, minor rheumatoid arthritis, giving you weather powers. Which yeah, is, you can sense the you can sense the is, oncoming storm, which is storm. a super real thing. Yeah, right? yeah, my yeah. Friend, your bones. Uh, my friend uh, Dan slash Fuggins, he fucked his ankles up so bad a couple years ago that now he can tell when a storm is coming because his ankles crazy. swell up like shit. Um, I like laughing at Japan's obsession with what is it called when you have two different colored eyes. Heterochromia. I love laughing at them thinking that's like one. some sort of bloodline yeah. of godliness. Yeah. Oh man, dude, heterochromia. Like, I have a family member who has heterochromia. They have one green eye and one brown eye. And so, like, that growing up, that shit as like a cool thing, I'm it's like, cool. it couldn't be less mundane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, that's, we always made fun of my sister's shit eye. Dude, it's like, because she got shit in it. It's like blood types. <laughs> but hey, you know, no one gives a shit, but they do. Uh, I like when people have OCD in, in media. Oh, that's, well, that's just fun. That's fun for a story. Yeah, it's very fun. Um, and you go, oh, man, at least I don't have it. That. Well, yeah. I do anyway. Because, like, there's stuff that shows up a lot. Like, PTSD is so common. Uh, and, yeah. it's, and it's a bit like, all right, you know, we've seen multiple versions of that because it's it, it, it'll create a crippling problem when the time comes, you know, like in police knots and stuff. But, uh... Yeah, you don't see OCD very often, and when you do, it's it's always interesting. There was like um, as good as it gets, you know, and and like Scrubs even had an episode about that and stuff, and it's always like ah, that's that's interesting. Um, Henry Henry wants to know uh, what hey, Henry. 
what's the coolest way you've been introduced to a piece of media? Um, I guess for context, in the sixth grade, I had a super dope teacher uh, with an eclectic wardrobe and a ponytail. Godzilla versus Destroya <laughs> tattoos across his back. That's lame. Reflecting Man. on it a decade later, I realized that I got into anime because he lent me his own English sub discs and uh, the first few arcs of Naruto. It's cringy, I know, but 12-year-old me thought it was the raddest shit ever, and it opened my mind up to anime and so on. Um, anything similar? Uh, I, d- I got one. I know what my favorite uh, way to get introduced to a subject is, is where a friend of yours that knows your tastes very well because you share them comes up to you and says, Hey, Pat, and I go, what? And they go, watch this. And they go, and they go shut up! Watch it! Just watch, you'll like it! Like Wooly did with me with Grog. <laughs> yeah, Wooly kind of did more or less the same thing to me. And then you watch Grog it, Logan. and you're like, I'm glad I didn't waste time on questions. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I have one. I think I might have mentioned it before, but I when I was winning every fan art contest at the Black Goku. Yeah. And when he was like, "Here, you can buy." You, well, as a, as a as the prize, you can go through this catalog of all my anime DVDs, which is like the easiest way I could get them by winning these contests. <laughs> so I saw one that said Berserk, and I'm like, "Oh, is this based on that cool video game I played on the Dreamcast years ago? Man, I hope it's as good as that." So like the game of berserk being my entry point to even knowing what the fucking anime or the manga even was is like always interesting to me because i was always like when i started the 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 anime i was like that's why he's like that because i mean i I, that's 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 super interesting to me because yeah i was watching real media files of that shit back way back when um no i don't think i have one Awesome. So well, that's a cool story. Yep. Sometimes you someone said, Hey, you should check this out. And you're like, Hey, that's a good idea. Sometimes you don't have an answer. Um, just being real. Trying to think of an answer for you because I'm sure you're the important, wrong. the important thing that when the person comes and tells me to shut up is that I believe them because I can see it in their eyes that they believe what they're saying that mm. I will be happy. Uh, okay. Kevin says. Uh, podcast question, muscle memory, hidden memory must remain unlocked. Beware, seal broken ultra instinct unleashed, Wooly Y. Dear Super Best Friend cast, the, after the recent Dragon Ball one hour episode, Goku acquired a new skill by compressing a spirit bomb into a black hole yeah. and getting pulled into it and absorbing it while being SSJGSSSS Blue. Uh, called Ultra Instinct. Yeah, I heard about this. Jiren, apparently. Is there a picture of it, though? Uh, well, but he, he's doing a spirit bomb, and then um, the dude he's fighting, like, just kind of, like, baits him into doing it. Yeah, yeah. And then when he does it, he just kind of looks at him and, like, uses his mind powers to push it back into Goku. And instead of, like, dying to his own spirit bomb, he absorbs it, and it pushes him into Even a new state. Even further beyond. beyond. So it's a god-level technique that allows your muscles to move beyond... Move move before your brain can give it a command because of super speed battles. Sure. Not even most gods of destruction are able to learn this ultra instinct, all caps. Uh, Plague's really happy about it. While there isn't necessarily a muscle... Mem- while this isn't necessarily muscle memory, but giving your muscles its own brain... This has given me the courage to hide behind this event like a true coward and send you guys an email. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, have you ever had a moment where muscle memory takes over and you can't help it? Uh, because he basically he's like a few months ago. I remember I blame Willie for this when I did my the when I was talking about Boruto. I did my hand gesture for 
the katan gokaku no jutsu and then i did the whole thing perfectly because i learned how to do all the hand symbols perfectly have you ever had that type of moment where things like that make you unable to stop yourself from doing a hand gesture or doing something by muscle memory. Um, I'm trying to think. I think there's like once or twice where it's either in a, in the car or just walking along. But if like I see Leanna or anyone kind of sort of walking, and if I feel like they're going to trip on something, my hands will literally jut out and be like, "Whoa, watch out!" And similarly, when we're in the car and I'm in the passenger seat, and there's like she knows she's going to make a sudden stop, like before the stop even happens, she just like goes like this. And like to stop me, even though I have my seatbelt yeah, on and yeah, it's yeah. taut, yeah. like there's no way I'm jutting forward. Mm-hmm. She does it every time, even though I like I'm buckled so you're strapped in. in. And I'm like, it's okay, I'm buckled in. She's like, no, I just want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. So I think that's the closest thing I can think of. Hey Pat, you just landed a really sick SPD. I'm gonna touch my nose now. <laughs> yeah. It's not just the. It's not just command grabs. There are other things. Of course, there are. I fa- I, I, I I don't know why it's my go-to. So I pointed one out to Matt earlier this on the oh, trip yeah, yeah. that he might not have been aware of, and I have super observed it mm. with my good eyes. I seen it so many with times. Your Sharon Gans. He didn't even know about it. Yeah, Every time of. Matt is in a food court or at a restaurant looking at possible like food options and it's not like a menu it no. has to be food yeah. in front of him he plays with his hat he starts playing with the hat he takes like, it off mm. he tilts it back You're on right. he does it You're so right. fu- but it's only when he's staring at real food in front of him and there's only when there's multiple options if i know exactly yeah. what yeah. i want yeah. i just beeline it but when we're in the the um, food court of the airport i was like i i literally went to the pizza place and was like mm, no <laughs> and i walked to like three other places it's like it's yeah. like when you like when you use your, your you have your character's idle animation for long enough you know, and like you wait long enough with Matt and then he starts playing with the hat as he's deciding about his food. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, you ever done anything else based on muscle memory? I don't know. Fucking... I like doing the... I shriek in terror like yeah. a little girl when something pops out at me and anything. I like doing the piano input like like on my hands when I'm just randomly idle. Or when there's a door where you have like, you know, like the, the, the instead of a handle, it's like the whole emergency push yeah. thing. I like doing a urian crush <laughs> to open the door. And that's, that's about as much See, as I, I do that. Of. I do that as well, but sometimes it's because I can't touch the handle. Oh, well, fair enough. That happens. <laughs> it's a different reason. Hey, super best friends. Good parts of bad movies. Go. The credits. Ah, no. Um, no, there's, there's, there's examples. I have, I have, I have two. Um, I have uh, Man of Steel. What's I, the good part? I have uh, Faura, the the Kryptonian I, girl. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Doing yeah. that badass Marvel sequence mm-hmm. in the town, in the mm-hmm. small town. It was super cool watching her blow shit up mm-hmm. really fast, like and comboing people. Um, and similarly, in Batman v Superman, I have the part where Affleck. Uh, the reason why he hates Superman is because of all the dumb super destruction from the first movie. It's the best part of the whole movie. It's the first scene. That's more like an idea, <laughs> though. But I like those. Yeah, I like that. Definitely. I like those two things because it's like, yeah, that was the problem with the movie. Um, Friday the 13th Part 8 in New York is like legit not fun. Plus, it lies to you because only like 20, 20 minutes 
like take place in New York and only one like eight second scene is actually filmed in New York. And it's when uh, Jason punches off a boxer's head. Yeah, I mentioned taking, that last week. It's yeah, so good. After taking a million shots to the body, like Jason just punches his head off, which is what one of the kills from the game is taken from. There's that. And I want to say there was something in Alien Covenant, but then I realized there wasn't. Yeah. There wasn't anything good. That's right. Oh, there's something we all liked in Terminator Genesis that we're all like, that's kind of cool. And I think it was when John Connor bought, like, did a, like, a Wesker dash and, like, it had the, like, pixelized pixels left over and he kind of zoomed. And I literally remember, like, one of us or two of us just going, huh. Mm. That's, that's a. I'm trying to think real hard. But that, I always feel so weird about that because. Like, we cannot pretend we didn't walk out of there going, yeah, that was all right. Yeah, no, we did. We Let's did. not fucking mince words. We walked out but, going, but yeah. have you watched it again? I haven't. I have. Oh, okay. boy. I know where we all And stand. I remember really liking how Arnold was, like, reloading. And that's all he was doing because just, he's just yeah. spending all his something, time something, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking remember. loading up those guns because guess what? That. That's what you have to do. Yeah, yeah. That takes time. <laughs> it's really nice to see a movie be like, yeah, you know what? All that crazy bang bangs has prep. And that prep takes days of just loading bullets. It's, it's cool. Very boring. I got nothing. I got nothing. Okay. I can't think of a bad movie that I've watched. Yeah. That had so, a good part. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I can think of say, bad movies like, that had parts that I enjoyed. When but... you when you go to see your regular movie intake, like emoji movie, you, there's nothing you liked in that. It, 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 it. Okay. All right. And lastly, uh, Van Day says, Dear men of House Moose Lord, north of the wall. Okay. Game Got story it. and visual elements are always determined by the culture of the country uh, or origin. Yeah, you can feel it. Just, uh, you just know where a game comes from by playing it. And with that in mind, what culture or country uh, that does not produce games would you like or would you think would make amazing games? We said this. I think we had a question that's similar to this. But like when we're playing a shitstorm game, there's that area of the world like, you know, Thai or whatever. That's like there are some games nowadays, but it's quite like, rare. It's still scary because you're like, this is so unknown to you. I think when we played that, I remember that game shitstorm last year. It was um, a mother trying to look for her son. It was lost in the forest. and It was like Viking monsters. We're kind of like, whoa, what's yeah, this? Yeah, more games out of East Asia that don't include Japan. Yeah. Every, everything in East Asia that's not Japan. Everything in South America. Yeah. Uh, three words. Devil May Cry. Ghana, Nigeria. <laughs> yeah. Nollywood, baby. Straight to Nigeria. If we had, if, it, if, if we were like playing an LP yeah. and the words. Out of a child with a, a knife came up and said, if it were not for the laws of this land, I already would have slaughtered you. It would have been a classic. And then the tiger attacks and it's the killer. One and two. <laughs> the killer. Oh, man. Dude, I watched this. Uh, Dude, I think I think games out of Nigeria would be the, the greatest. I watched this. But uh, specifically in that Nollywood style. I watched this yeah. Nigerian movie. It was like a horror movie. And it was just like this guy and his wife. Just He's like, I can buy this house. 
this house is going to be such a good deal, baby. And she's like, I don't know about this house. And they go in and she's just like living there. And she just sees this monster. That's a bunch of garbage bags and red eyes. She's like, I'm not living in this house. That like that conversation Uh... repeats for two hours. (laughs) That's the movie. Uh, I'm going to look up the name of it and mention it next yeah, time because it was amazing. Yeah. It was so cheap. Live and action, so bad. PS1 era explosions. Season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's just yeah. this garbage bag monster. No, do it. Do it. Do it. Who killed Captain Alex? <laughs> uh, that's what that's called. And we missed one of those those fun movies at, uh, at a Fantasia one year. Like, we both couldn't go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's always because it's like in, Duke Nukem explosions is well, because it's effects. always in the middle of summer it's with always, a million yeah, things yeah, yeah. going on. Uh, what's coming up? What's coming out? Let's wrap this baby up. Uh, okay. There's probably Let's a shitload of fun stuff coming. There's out. tons of shitstorms, man. We made yeah. we're making them. We're so ma- we made them and we're making so, them. Some people confuse about what what it was shitstorm actually is. If Pat and I really like a game, Wait, really? What? Yeah. No, this year's format's a little different. Yeah, if Pat and I really like a game or it's like interesting, and we keep going. We will we'll continue more. Usually, like an hour, but sometimes maybe more. Right. And if a game we feel is like kind of limited, like mm. this is this is the most we can get out of this. Then it's going to be like a one-off. I can I can tell you that there are two games that we have recorded thus far that are just massive piles of shit. Yeah. That when we finished and we were like, yeah, twenty-eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> one of those is Night Trap. Oh wait, no, there's three. Oh wow, okay, I forgot. And I remember, forgot one. one had the 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 most hilarious ending. Where we just cut it right there. It's oh, like yeah. a character opens up something and yeah. then something happens. But uh, yes, that's how that's going. And I think we're. Do we want to talk about the new LP we're going to start? No. Oh, yeah. Well, I we already we already openly we already talked, talked about, about it. Talked so about it. we're going to sit down and record Marvel this week. Yeah. Okay. I remember. Before I leave to go look forward to Japan, yeah, so right. I can finally get my extra stages. I'm gonna. <laughs> What? Yeah, we're gonna do the Marvel LP with Wooly so that we can get the extra stages. What stages for Wooly. are locked? There's a bunch of stages that are that you have to beat story mode. To That's get. why we're gonna oh, do the Marvel LP for know. Wooly. Yeah, a bunch of them, and they get added to the stage select. Yeah. Like, okay, yeah. they're not just variants of existing stages. They might, some of them might be. Okay, but uh, okay. some of them are definitely unique, and you can only get them after beating it. Mm. Um, Jesus, I bet there's like a shitload of awesome games that actually come out this week because it's October. Does anyone know? What's that, sorry? I bet there's a shitload of awesome games that come out this week, and we just don't know. Because uh, it's October and everything. I know that Evil Within 2 Evil Within comes 2 on, on this Friday. The, the Friday. You said yeah. awesome games. I know Shadow... It could be awesome. I know Shadow of More Loot Boxes comes out tomorrow. Shadow of Sexy Spider Bitches. Man, that loot box shit is just the saddest. Bad. We didn't talk about when they had that stupid DLC for like uh, that they're going to charge money for for that game, that lead game developer that died. And everyone's like, that's fucked up. Oh, that is fucked up. And I didn't then, hear about that. Th- oh, yeah? Yeah. They had this, like a project manager died, nice guy. And they're like, here's an orc that looks like him. This cost $5. That's fucked yeah. up. And uh, it was so fucked up mm-hmm. that they rescinded it. And they're like, okay, he's just going to be in the game for free. Sorry. Oh, he was a loot box only? No, no. He's like, it was a special orc that was in a pack and it cost money. Okay. Cause I, I'm I, not sure if it was a loot box. I remember hearing about that story. Soul getting sucked into a loot box. Well, because I remember hearing about that story, but I also believe I, I heard that it was like to raise money for something. But maybe, maybe that's, that, that, I don't know. Now they took the money aspect away. Away from it. Okay. I believe. All right. That's fair. 
Uh, so yeah, no October. You're looking at um, Evil Within two. You're looking at Destiny two on PC. Yep. You're looking at Ascredo. Oh really? man, this I've been lo- I'm, on the twenty seventh. I've been oh, okay. looking up this, Ascredo, this oh, and that looks good. It does. I'm, I'm hopefully I'm, the PC version isn't super fucked up. It's it a is. Fit- uh, you can't there, guarantee. There was a report saying it's going to be fucked up. Oh, was there? Yeah. Are you, for, are for, you making that up? No, it was on NeoGas somewhere. Look it up for details. Oh, but, but I, it, I, I saw I saw up. a thing that said, oh, look at all these options they got. You're looking at the new Colossus. Oh, yeah. Yes, of course. And Mario, of course. And Mario. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah Mario. I, okay. I just meant this week, but I guess okay, this week Mario, is just Mario. then. Yeah, New Donk City. Yeah. Finally, get to hear what Pauline's been up to. Hopefully, she married Donkey Kong. That'd Hopefully. be dramatic as shit. Be, I, I mean. The name implies something. Yeah, man. How do you take over? She's the mayor of this dick. Yeah. 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 No. She resides. She, like, governs it. I want a retcon that makes Mario Bros. the arcade game against Donkey Kong to be like Pauline's at was actually just chilling with Donkey Kong at the top of his tower. And she's like, oh, God. And Mario was just being like a fucking weird asshole. Just like, hey, that's my girl. And they're like, no. He was just being a creep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To be fair, though, she is in a cage. Yeah, well, maybe that ends. Yeah, the thing they like. I don't know. You never know. Yeah. Don't judge. <laughs> Matt, you mentioned something about Friday the 13th. Literally, you can only stream Friday the 13th, the game, on Friday the 13th, maybe once every year, two years. So uh, this Friday, a new map and a new Jason uh, comes out. So I'll be streaming that at Matthew McMuscles at the Twitch stuff. So I'll be At the Twitch that. stuff? The Twitch stuff. Everyone oh, knows it. What are you guys personally looking forward to this week? I, I'm actually really interested to... Well, you know, guess what, everyone? We're going to be doing we're going to be doing Evil Within too. Damn it! Yeah. Oh, big shocker. You have to. Okay. You know what? You you keep talking. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna the guy who did what? the goddamn review thing of Evil Within. I was yeah. telling you to watch. I'm gonna go find his name. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's just talk about it all now. Uh, we're gonna be playing that right. But I am actually really interested to play like maybe an hour by myself just to be like. Because it's one of the more, like, I think about this game quite a bit and how, like, it was not a horrible game, not even a bad game. But it was, like, Mediocre. certainly the most disappointing thing I've ever played in lieu of what it's um Okay, so it's, it wasn't its bad because are. you guys were really upset at it. We're upset at it because it was so disappointing. But it wasn't a bad uneven. game. Well, that we, I personally ran into a bunch of bad shit with that game in that I had the worst possible experience. The problems I remember with the like invisible the, line and the, stuff the, like the that. The invisible line, the constant crashing but, on different versions. But, but then there's like, other stuff that you may or not remember, Willie. Like, that game was hard-coded to be letterboxed the entire... I remember, I remember that. And, and it was that, just the most baffling and I remember Liam ever. had reasons that I don't remember. Yeah. So, like, I want to play a bit of it just, like, alone, not in, like, a shitstorm environment, just to be like, okay, this is better. At least from, yeah. like, the first hour uh, or whatever. So, uh, to Matt and to people who maybe are a bit hazy on Evil Within, because, uh, like, we didn't do the DLC, and the DLC totally recontextualizes the whole story. We did, we did like... 30 percent of uh, one dlc there's back. a guy and i watched his video his name's chris davis on youtube he's some uh, one of them uk people he might be irish i can't tell i'm bad at this uh but he does a two-hour breakdown of pretty much every single thing in evil within and all the dlc both the story and like it's mediocre it's mediocre problems and where it goes and you should at least watch the dlc parts matt because that story yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. is important 
Yeah. Especially considering it seems like the I have the, a feeling it's not going to be all that important in the context of the sequel. Well, the fact that the like uh, Jonathan's sorry, not Jonathan, Seabass's uh, character yeah. got like rewritten right before release to have different family stuff and the se- sequel's all about his family. It's yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, that part's important. That's true. So, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that's Chris Davis on YouTube. Um I'll I'm probably sad. get a message from him going, "What did you do to my channel?" It sucks to <laughs> it sucks to still see that like it has the fighting chance pack for like, Evil Within two. Like it's so immersion breaking. Yeah, I, I that and here's extra and first aids. So I have actually gotten to the point where on Steam you can turn those off. So if you because I hate those pre order bonuses that give you like. Power up, but you still want to pre-order it? No, I don't. So but, then, but you don't so, even have to turn them off if you don't pre-order. What I mean it. is, is like, uh, you you go in and you oh, and okay. you in you go in the DLC menu in Steam, you just uncheck it. No, this came up in Dead Space too, right? Right. Um, but in uh, in like console games, I I hate pre-ordering them because you can't turn that off. And the, and when you start up the game, it'll have like a little notice saying like, "Oh, you can buy the pre-order thing." I'm like, but no. then there's always a pre-order thing that I actually want, like the fancy wall. And it's like, "Come on, just let me turn." I don't want the power-ups. Give me Leon's jacket. Yeah, I, Assassin's Creed Origins. Give yeah, me yeah, Leon's yeah, jacket. Yeah, yeah. I want it. Back, uh, wear the jacket. I'm no. I'm looking forward to being reminded about how much Blizzard hates Zarya. Um, That's good. We still don't 100% have seen every costume. It's true. Maybe. There's a holding out for hope, but probably not. You know what? Can I just... Just give up. Like, no. I, okay, I, can I... I want to officially... Yeah. Any, the, she's got I wanna new offic- Heroes of the Storm ones, too. It's yeah. fucking... All right, look, I want to officially commission Mothman to make the, the, the Zarya costume that... That that Blizzard won't make like his. his? I officially like like Moth. I commission if you've got the time to make a Zarya costume. That's awesome. That's a cool alt. <laughs> but, but because since, Blizzard will never do it because they Zenyatta don't care. Cthulhu drawing like kind of blew up. A lot of people like his Twitter post of it. He's like, whoa, holy shit! Everyone kind of latched on that because he a he did it, did it so quickly. He should make now. What a Halloween one for Zari would look like, just to like hit the. That's hit what I mean. The, yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So hopefully Blizzard can maybe somewhat see it. It's it's Inktober, so yeah, exactly. It's even more appropriate if you're if you're feeling up to it. That's cool. Yay! He'll find time. All right. Mothman always finds time unless he's painting his little dolls. Hmm. That's a worthy endeavor. Uh, all right, we beat it. I love you, Mothman. We beat it. He's a good one. All right, let's record a podcast preview. Get out of here. That's uh, yeah. And die. Yeah. Yeah. In that order. Yeah.